0: Dialogue
1: Options Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. This week I am your host, Kyron Morrison, and I'm joined by my very good friend and guest co-host, Brendan Hill. How are you doing, my friend? Hey, I'm alright. I'm doing alright. That's good. thrilled to be here. People might have already noticed it's a bit different. Uh, Obviously, if you follow us on social media, you would have seen that Joel is a father now.
2: It really impinges on your podcast time. It does. I can tell you that,
1: especially the first couple of weeks, which is yeah. currently going to be going through. But uh, obviously, little Griffin's doing very well. Yeah, I saw him on the yeah. weekend. He's ridiculously adorable. Yep,
2: he's and got like... one of those faces that's like a like the the vase illusion, where sometimes you look <laughs> at it and he looks like his mum, and sometimes yes. he, looks at it and he looks like his dad. But you can't hold them both in your head at the same time. He
1: absolutely does. Yeah. I I completely get that. And but yeah, so I obviously they're doing well. But while his learning the new father role i guess uh i'm i'm gonna be seeking out some other people to join me to talk about video games for hopefully not three hours (laughs) we'll
2: see how we go. i'm
1: gonna try and control us a bit better here but um yeah i guess the best way to start this conversation besides uh how you been oh yeah i've been good
2: i've been good i've been you know i'm a little ahead of the curve on a few things (laughs) i'm ahead of joel and fatherhood by about 18 months you got and a I'm head start, there. Yeah, That's true yeah. That's true So, like, he's a scrub lord to me Yeah um, Yeah, and I'm hardcore He's coming to you for notes Yeah, he's coming Yeah, but it's, it's It's not It's not easier So <laughs> <laughs> oh. So It's going to be good It's going to be fun And I'm not You know I'm not going to be looking back And being like Ah, I remember that But I will be I will be, Joel
1: Just like a little bit Like Just
2: a little bit Just a little bit Like, oh yeah It's really hard That was tough, wasn't it? <laughs> yep. I'll have a sip of my tea and- yeah. And then be completely supportive as a friend. Of course, of course, course, because
1: we love Joel and we love Ash and we love Griffin already. Don't worry, Joel, I'm going to make sure that he is aware of how good of a series Metroid is and that Yukiko is, in fact, best girl in Persona 4 if you are listening to this, which I'm sure you are. Uh, But I guess, all delays aside, we should probably get into our first segment, which is, of course, the quest log.
0: Mission completed. Quest log.
1: So, of course, if you have been with us all this time, you know that log is just, it's what we've been playing. We just wanted to give it a fancy name, and here we are. Look, so, I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. good, right? Like, you know, gotta check off the boxes. Uh, lately, for me, honestly, I've been kind of boring. Like, there's one game that actually I've been playing a lot with you, which we'll talk about, but apart from that, I've been just living the life of not having to worry about playing new games which it, has been good.
2: It's kind of a relief a lot of the time because they come at you so fast and you've either got a pile of shame or you've got what you're kind of working through, but you're not playing it to play it. You're no. You're playing it to have played it. Exactly. And that sucks.
1: Yeah, and it's been... That's what my Honestly, my favourite time of the year is is around E3 because usually there's just nothing.
0: Yeah.
1: You get to play the stuff and you're like, okay, that, a couple of months behind here, but I'll catch up, which is what we were with The Division, actually. But um, I don't want to bring it up too much because I know that Joel... He really wants to get to that end game, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it's quite good.
2: The, the core game of it, even the stuff it, that yes, we have true. played with Joe, it was great, it's solid. I, like
1: we've discussed it multiple times about how we just we can't believe that we did touch a 180 because we talked about the demo, the beta they had, and just how not into it we were. Yeah. But Then we picked it up, anyway on sale, and we're like, yeah. actually, this game's really good. <laughs> it just, just happens I, to you. Yeah. Games just happen to exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes you get the opposite, but thankfully, not much this year. Uh, but yeah, so mostly, apart from yeah, I've been playing Persona Five again, which I won't bring up again in detail because we've had so many episodes about it, what I will say is it's really your last chance to jump in on Persona Five and I'd nearly say just hold off because next year next year, the longest game is getting longer. <laughs> so <laughs> if if hearing that it my new game plus like playthrough was a hundred and twenty hours doesn't put you off, just you wait till it's a hundred and forty hours. <laughs>
2: We're going to have more best girls to talk about, more personas. Got more a whole bosses, semester to go whole, through. A whole extra semester. We're being held back. We We're are. not good students.
1: Joker, you know, he has a hard go. Like, he's, a, he's a delinquent. My, my Joker was pretty good in the game, plus with his in, innate knowledge from the previous Joker.
2: It's one of my favorite game mechanics, honestly, <laughs> where you get to carry over as much as possible from new game plus i wish i mean you can't do it narratively chrono trigger did it but if you could bring over actual knowledge that would the be previous great playthrough, that would be incredible you like At you i know you yeah
1: just catch a catchy immediately yeah spoilers spoilers yeah you've had two years yeah. uh also spoil
2: also spoilers for Persona Five royal
1: yeah maybe he's so a good guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it helps there's worse than him anyway so it doesn't yeah. matter uh but anyway yeah so i guess now do you want to do you want to go through our individual things and then finish on our big one or start with the, the collaboration
2: well, let's start with it okay that's what we've both been into it's but... true
1: so against our better judgment and because it was about 20 bucks yeah and against all like just general consensus and, 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 and like the the messaging coming out of bioware and all that yeah like... and the fact
2: that it was cold <laughs> outside yeah. like there's so much against us
1: uh we've been playing anthem anthem
2: more than i really thought we would yeah play anthem
1: i still can't really believe it right because we, again, much like Division 2, we played the beta. And Look, granted, we were, right. we were we were all terribly sick that weekend, so yeah, that we may were. not have helped. But we just didn't feel it, so we skipped it at launch. And then reviews came out, and we were pretty happy we skipped it. But, I don't know, it was 20 bucks. It so. was 20
2: bucks, And, you know, we've sort of been easing into it a little bit, but then we get more and more hooked into it. Yeah, and... that's the
1: thing, right? So, uh, I'm trying to of the best place to start this conversation, because...
2: I feel like, and I mentioned it the other night, I think maybe Anthem got done dirty on reviews.
1: I'm I think
2: it's been, because what is it at the moment? Like 60 something. 60, it's bad. If, it hurt our friend Ben's If it's 60 team. or under, that, nah, it's been low balled. It's,
1: I it, think it, it deserves better. I think it is hanging above 60 still barely, but it's close. And I'm honestly pretty inclined to agree with you, but I can see like having played probably, I don't know, what, maybe 10, 15 hours of it now. Yeah. I can see where those scores would come yeah, in. Yeah. So I guess if you don't know what Anthem is, it's basically, it's Bioware's take on Destiny. Yeah. It's a share. It's a uh, games of service shooter with loot and levels and all those bells and whistles. But I guess because Bioware was also like, hey, we're Bioware. We've got to have a story. We've got to have talking. <laughs> so much talking. So a lot of your, your, basically your time in Anthem is divvied up. Into time in your actual javelins, which are your your suit of armor, You make you Iron Man, which is incredibly yep. cool. Um, there's like four different types of those, which we'll, we'll probably talk a bit about on our favourites later. And then the rest of the game is spent in first person mode in what is its name? Fort
2: Tarsus. Tarsus, that's the one. Yeah, it's not the it's not the most egregious not... castle name I've heard. Like ba- Bastion's Keep, <laughs> Bastion's Keep, castle, castle, Castle Town, Castle Town. Good God! Um,
1: but yeah, it's it's not. It kind of just falls just, out of your head. Yep. It's just a place. I mean, not that they usually have good ones. I don't know why I keep calling it Citadel, which I... Was that the name? It in, uh... was The Citadel. Yeah, The yeah. Citadel, yeah. The Citadel. Because is, could... cause it was a really big city, do you get it? It was <laughs> The Citadel. <laughs> the, it was the one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's where you spend the other part of your game. And I would love to say it's 50-50, but it seems to fluctuate depending on...
2: Maybe it's your <laughs> perception of time, right? Because when you're in a javelin, it's so dynamic and fast yeah. and like flying around this open world is just in these incredibly gorgeously animated Frostbite suits and zipping through waterfalls yeah. to cool down your jets and stuff. Some of the best times I've had in a video game this year, Frost, I reckon.
1: Frostbite working hard in this game, especially because oh. Bioware, every time, it's like, yeah, it's like, hey, you're building your games on, on, on Frostbite now and Bioware always must be thinking, well, that's a shooter engine. <laughs> that's not for RPGs. And EA's yeah, like, you guys have got this. You, you'll
2: figure it out. And
1: that's how we get Andromeda, really. Yeah. Just
2: think of the plot that you're delivering yep. as bullets in a magazine, right? What about and you just, d- you shoot it out out into the but audience. What
1: about conversations?
2: Left trigger, right <laughs> trigger. <That's laughs> bang, bang, bang. And that's really it, okay. right? So, aim and shoot. That's
1: your... uh, you, as we said, this first person in Fort Tarsus, and that's that's kind of where I, I again, like you said, maybe it's just the perception of time, because those parts have dragged a bit of a start. Oh, yeah. Because you oh, you'll, yeah. sometimes you'll get back from a re- really fun, like, 30 minute mission flying around in your javelin. You're like, cool, what's next? And you land, you get your levels, you get your levels, and sometimes
2: get your rewards. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes
1: doesn't always show you your rewards. You do get them, but you never get to see, like, you don't always get the medals. Yeah, and I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, but um, then you get out, you get your loot, you get your guns, and your little abilities for your javelins, and then you get back to Fort Tarsus. You open your map, and you see all these little yellow circles from people who want to talk to you, and waiting. Can I just say, it's slow. Even, with yep. even like, pressing into left stick to sprint, it is slow getting around this place.
2: You just gotta... And it seriously feels like you get to someone, you'll talk to them, <laughs> sometimes, two times out of ten, one times out of five, let me, just, <laughs> let me just, yeah, just, let me just map that down for you, 20% of the time, it, you, it's like, yeah, okay, that was kind of engaging, that was amusing, yeah. it was well, well we animated. had a good one last night, yeah. But, yeah. but it was...
1: Well, I felt personality, yeah, and I was just into sort of it.
2: <laughs> soaking through this game eventually, like if you spill enough water on your floor. Yeah, I saw. I saw glimpses of yeah. Mass
1: Effect. It's was like, "Oh, that's the team that made Mass Effect. It's mm-hmm. the A team." But then there's other ones where you're just you're happy for, for the conversation to be over, and when you open your map and you realize that that's actually triggered another conversation. Yeah, and you're just and you like, "Walk over there." That's my reward, is it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, uh,
0: yeah. Oh.
2: It's really hard to see from a team like Bioware who have told such like outstanding stories. Um, and I, I feel like I got monkeys poured, really, with Mass Effect 3 because we played a god-awful amount of Mass Effect 3 multiplayer. We did. And, then, and I was like, man, I wish we just had this, but bigger, and you know, persistent characters and stuff. And you know what? They exactly gave us that. They did, really. Because the missions are, go here, hold this point, Hack this thing by holding this point. Kill this enemy. (laughs) Kill this enemy. Um, Move this thing to here. Like, they're they're exactly your Mass Effect 3 missions. Prettier. Faster.
1: Plus, you're you're all in Iron Man suits. You can
2: fly. (laughs) Yeah, and you're all in different types of Iron Man suits. But then afterwards,
1: you get this completely distilled down generic. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Fortas is just, it just bums me out when I get there. Yeah. And even. Again, we've discussed this at length when we've been playing it. We do Not not that we want to spend our real money, but you go to look at the cosmetic store for your for your javelin, like, oh, I, I could maybe be convinced to splurge on some cool javelin and stuff, and there's yeah. just nothing there. But I
2: mean, I, I do respect how they parcel out the money I, in it, yeah. because like, oh, yeah. doing challenges and stuff in-game pays you coin, and just playing with your friends online pays you coin. And, and the more you friends you have it, playing yeah, also gets you coin. Defense, so I can exactly see where they were going. Bit before. of a punishment for Anthem's player base Yeah, spread. yeah. <laughs> To be fair, like I can see, when they were putting it together, they're being like, "Imagine if you had like this core of Destiny for fans, and the more they played Anthem, the more they could do in Anthem." But there's nothing to spend your money on. Exactly, it's like every three days you get three new items pop up, whether you buy them or not. They're still they're just (laughs) that's your three, and maybe they're like a vinyl plaster to stick over your javelin. Maybe they're a full new set of armor. I've for all the time we've been playing, I have not yet seen storm armor come up for my sweet wizard witch.
1: Yeah, so that's where we sort of get into the different javelin types. So yeah, there are four different ones. You play as a storm predominantly. I play as the ridiculously fast interceptor. I think the very yeah. first week we were playing, I saw an interceptor set. Yeah, didn't like it, so I skipped it. Yeah, but ever since then, it's been ranger stuff or like wraps and yeah, wraps are yeah. basically vinyls that mm. go all the way around your uh, javelin, sort of like a it's like a
2: full decal. Like a, yeah, full How decal. About the decals. How about
1: the decals. Cindy from Final Fantasy fifteen would love it. Yeah, but yeah, it just. Four tasks bums me out, really.
2: And it's a real shame because you can feel it dragging on the uh, like on the feet of the story. And when you get there, like we, we had this experience where we ran into this character that we liked and they had a really interesting cutscene. I'm like, I'm engaged in you. Immediately, we're like, all right, now we've got all these options to choose from when we go on a mission. Which one are we going to do? I'm like, let's do her mission. Yeah, I liked her.
1: I care about yeah. her.
2: And we go out there and she delivers you dialogue over the suit PA, right? Which is functionally the same as getting dialogue in first person when you're just looking at them and sometimes
1: pressing a shoulder button to make a choice and And getting like (laughs) an arbitrary amount of like points to the factions
2: that you like and really just trying to get those new color schemes by getting to a certain rank with those factions um so you're not really role-playing so much as you're just like i want that clean i want clean paint on my yeah it's not it's not
1: like (laughs) when you would make choices in mass effect and be paragon and renegade it's just no i'm trying to get these guys so i can make my javelin look new Yep. As opposed to dirty.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I feel like that they, as much as they had such grandiose visions, because you read about the development of this game and it's really oh. sad how much they had to cut and cut it and is. cut to get it out on time um, and to get it out on demand. But also, you know, they didn't have a clear vision. They didn't know vision what it was. <laughs> They didn't know what it was until the end. But I feel like if they had a taken that open world, put you in it all the time, deliver quests to you over the PA so you can just hang out in your javelin the whole time, Form a group, roll around. Yeah, okay, the game's now 11 hours long or something instead, yeah. of, instead of a 40-hour sci-fi epic, <laughs> finger quotes.
1: But you know what? When I when I was playing this game, I wasn't looking for a sci-fi epic. No, I want to be Iron Man. I just want to be Iron Man. Yeah. And again, I get that by where they're very, very, you know, very narrative-based studio. They tell strong stories. And I guess they just wanted to have that side of their personality included in this game. But I just don't think it works at
2: all. I'm really stunned to say that the role playing side of this game is just not the side that works.
1: No. Because, yeah, as you said, you're just going going through dialogue to get quests or yeah. faction points. Yep. Occasionally we've had the cutscene we like, but really it's just you're just counting the seconds to to get back in your javelin and you fly around.
2: I am um... What actually, I was thinking about it earlier because I was thought, oh, I cool, I'm going to be on this podcast and I'm <laughs> definitely going to talk about Anthem because that's what we've been playing It's, bit, it's the main thing
1: we've it's been playing. It's the main
2: thing we've been playing. And it's like, it's not a guilty pleasure because I'm actually genuinely enjoying quite a bit of it. And, it's, and I've played games for guilty pleasure before and I know yes. what that feels like. Because I am an action RPG or just a, like an MMORPG sucker And I play a lot of those dopamine games To make the numbers go up Right And that's It's a running joke I get it I like watching hit the numbers, button, go numbers go up Hit button make the numbers go up There's a review for it yeah, Hit button make the numbers go up And that's, that's cool But what I've found about Anthem Is that your gear doesn't matter right no. so the numbers go up but at the same rate that enemy health goes up so they literally doesn't matter which was also
1: sort of a problem not in the same way but destiny had similar issues where basically like your light level would go up yeah but you'd go and replay missions and it was just like it's
2: functionally the same yeah, you're
1: the same level it's yeah. like, okay well then why do my numbers go up then
2: but where that re- where that i found actually rewarding in, in um anthem is that i've started playing with what I like the feel of. I don't have to worry about which of my storm yes. abilities has the has the best cooldown. I can go, all right, well, I'm going to take this massive fireball because it feels badass as hell. And then when I light things on fire, instead of taking my ice icicle blast or whatever that's a higher level, I'll take the lightning bolt because I can detonate everybody and it <laughs> looks incredible. Yeah. And so you can play, and I've seen you switch out some of your ridiculously cool Interceptor melee skills just for the ones that are cooler Yeah. because
1: they're cooler yeah they're cooler and like
2: you know um whose line is it anyway the points don't matter <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> exactly and because we're and like honestly we are playing on hard for a lot of these missions yeah. like not the the big i guess strike like dungeon yeah. sort of ones and, and mostly most like just equivalent. for time more than anything yes.
2: because it is it's but i don't think we've really been pushed back aside from that strike that we got down a couple <laughs> yeah. of times in but even the oh, <laughs> even the the hardest missions we've run into have just been a matter of time yeah just and like do i right. literally have enough ammunition on the field to kill this <laughs> run enemy? across
1: here wait for my shields to recharge yeah. you know basically how i played mass effect on insanity yeah yep that's how you gotta do it hide <laughs> behind him like, her, shields are back okay and cool. <laughs> just snipe everyone <laughs> yep yeah it's just and it just sort of it leaves me feeling mixed on the game which again i think is how the reviews ended up where they were because the minute-to-minute gameplay in the javelins is great yeah. i really really like it but then you get back and suddenly all the energy is getting sapped out of you. It's weirdest the weirdest RPG
2: where I wish they'd take all the RPG out of it. Exactly.
1: Just let me be in my suit.
2: Let me be in my suit. Don't dress it up. Let me let was... me color it in and like. like.
1: And like, boy, I love the customization. Yeah.
2: Yep. That's fantastic. I wish there was more armor selection. Um. I wish they gave you all the armor selection that you could buy with real money and then you could just go and. Yeah.
1: As opposed or a oh.
2: coin, I should say, because I'm not spending real money on this. Yeah.
1: For, for these two <laughs> days, this special like material is up. It's like, I don't like it, though. <laughs>
2: yeah. What if you want rusty rusty armor? Like rusty metal? No. So, no, I don't want that. I want to be
1: clean. Yeah. Better rank up those factions. Yeah. How do I do that? Talk. Try to pick the right answers in conversations? Guess? Get a, yeah, guesswork? Yeah. Just a bit of a bummer, really. Mm-hmm. I was just... We've also talked about this as well, but uh, one little thing they could do to maybe fix... A bit of the Fort stuff. When you boot up Anthem, you pick a face for your character. <laughs> for your freelancer. You barely see it, you so know, far.
2: I think I've seen it three times. I've tops. seen a couple of when
1: the visors popped on your javelin. Yeah. But like, the entire time at Fort is it's first person. Yeah. So I just wonder why I picked a face. I mean, yeah. ha- maybe at the end, there's a big cutscene where we see our whole freelancer, I don't know.
2: Yeah, but again, my character in Anthem, in in my head is it's not a, that is a, a suit. <laughs> it's not the person I picked, it's my sweet purple storm, like that yeah. I have spent time yep. dolling up. Yep. And all of my work is not to progress this person's storyline or help this poor woman who's lost her daughter that's, you know, may or may not come back, I don't know. It's to select the right answers so I can get a shinier robot. So suit.
1: You, so your suit looks new.
2: Yep, I want it to yeah. look nicer. Apparently, I can get gold and platinum colors, and I want those
1: too. Well, better start guessing those conversations. Gotta guess them, uh, but yeah, and even just changing the the camera in conversations to be more cinematic, like the other Bioware games, like Mass Effect, like Dragon Age, and like, sure, it might be like it might be seen as too much of the same, but being in first person just doesn't add enough, and it almost feels like to compensate for the fact that you are just looking at this character. Some of yeah, these characters yeah. over animate, and it it scares me sometimes. I'm yeah. worried about a few of these characters. I, I
2: feel like maybe we've been put in first person to try to force that engagement Man, where, yeah. where it's not, you know, coming through from the animations because, yeah, some of these <laughs> that animate very aggressively uh, d- during their conversations. And um, and I just imagine, but like... some
1: of them are great. They are. Like, we have, have that facial one.
2: Some of the is really, really good. Some of the delivery is, feels genuine and the voice acting is really strong. The performances are good in this game. Yeah.
1: It's yep. just... I wish I enjoyed them more mm. Instead like I get these The other characters Just doing all this stuff And I just imagine My freelancer standing there yeah. Just like deadpan staring at them Because yeah. I don't know If my freelancer's doing anything
2: I Sometimes I like to think That my is my still In the suit Just getting touched <laughs> up And I've sent like a drone With a FaceTime on the front <laughs> it Or something
1: I imagine my, my freelancer's Sort of just checking their watch Every now and again it's yeah. Just like Still going alright yeah, um, I hate the Dominion. Yeah. Ooh. Boy, they sure do. <laughs> Those scars, dominion. huh? They yeah. are bad. I do also actually want to bring up before we move on. Just again, it shouldn't it shouldn't be a huge issue because honestly, you're just shooting them to kill mm-hmm. them anyway. But the enemy design and the enemy variety so far isn't great. Uh, yeah.
2: Honestly, I don't see like there's the big alien monsters. Yeah. I know what they look like. Maybe it's because I'm playing a storm, and you might have a better because <laughs> yeah, you're playing in an interceptor. You're in their faces. Yeah, true. But I'm the I'm basically the Iron Man equivalent of like a spectre gunship, and I yep. just rain death from the sky. You look very much like
1: War Machine, yeah, where in the I'm sense the, that you stay back and just, just and shell I'm
2: them like with a, elements. A big fan of this playstyle because you can hover. <laughs> but that's the other thing. The javelins for javelin, you would normally think, you know, okay, tank wizard, rogue. That's your archetypes, but actually, just basic abilities that differ is really impressive. Like uh, even just. Your interceptor, you can hold triangle to melee forever, forever, forever. You just hold and it's it down, amazing. and it takes care of it, and you the become the animation
1: loops perfectly. Yeah,
2: you become a blender, and you just blend. Will it blend? It does heavy the damage is as well. Basically, yes. <laughs> um, and whereas, like the the ranger is the next step in melee, it does not have. It, you can't hold it down, but it has almost no cooldown, so yes. you can tap it quite quickly and get. You can mash it continual strikes. The storm has one melee which is very much like a biotic punch from mass effect because you know you've got you've got so many assets right
1: <laughs> there's a lot of like mass effect like dna in this yeah. game Because so i was going to talk about how they also have like primers and detonators from mass effect yep. where basically yep. if you hit an enemy with a particular attack and you or your ally has a detonator you yep. can do explosive damage when i'm an interceptor for example i can actually get auras from those as well yeah which temporarily changes my damage type if, you got, if it's
2: got yellow armor you hit it with fire if yes. it's got blue armor you hit it with lightning
1: we've been training for this our entire lives right? yeah,
2: yeah and I knew I was ready
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah I mean we're going to see it through to the end because I don't know it was 20 bucks and, it was 20 bucks and being in the one is cool I just I do hope the story picks up yeah it's just right now it doesn't show signs of it yet
2: and it's it's that ho- like terrible monkey's paw cycle of I've gone from being like man I wish they made this game multiplayer and open world and da da da, da to playing Anthem now even just with just with Karen and being <laughs> like man I hope they remaster yeah. Mass Effect three give us that trilogy EA. give it to me give me the trilogy put it here give me more trophies I'll do it again I know
1: you talked up like years ago when you were, people were getting a deluge of remasters and EA was like no we're not going to rest in the laurels of our back catalogue it's no do it please. Yeah, like Because it... I look at I look at poor Bioware's output this gen and it's Dragon Age Inquisition, Mass Effect Andromeda, and this. Oof. And I mean BioWare's fine, we're not going anywhere. Unless the next Dragon Age is a disaster. Then maybe we can start sweating. Yeah. But
2: But even then, like how much is how much of a studio anymore is the name? Like yeah. a lot of the talent cycles this generation,
1: someone came back for Anthem, I can't remember, but either way, like this, this is the game from the A eighteen. This is like yeah. the Mass Effect team, and While just...
2: everyone else was making Andromeda.
1: Yeah, and this is what we got, and I, I and now you're we oh, really should
2: be in one team. Imagine Andromeda <laughs> looked like this. Wow.
1: Yeah, wow. And now you're getting all these new stories because obviously Dragon Age is the next thing. So a lot of the bulk of this team is moving onto that, and it's this the new Anthem content's being headed onto like you know smaller teams that handle like i guess these sort of
2: games get... with this level of play base yeah basically yeah.
1: <laughs> play base <laughs> and content being drip that out but it's just been so quiet and i know that their 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 opinion is that they don't want to really talk until they have got stuff to show which i respect but boy i can't imagine being an alpha player since launch yeah with the way things are looking
2: after dropping your 299 on your legion of dawn edition oh, putting them statues up on the shelf oh, i love this game <laughs> But that's the risk, don't pre-order video games. It is, yeah, don't but, pre-order, unless you, <laughs> unless
1: you really believe, because I pre-order games sometimes. But yeah, I know, I, I pre-ordered really Ace
2: Good. Combat. I'm, I did it digitally, and I, I regret mean, it. I don't di- regret... Digital's a bit
1: different, though, right? Because, you, honestly, the main reason I would pre-order digital is A, because I just want to have it forever, Yeah. and B, I can play it at midnight.
2: <laughs> you can play it at midnight, that's true. And I did say I regretted pre-ordering Ace Combat. I, I love the game, I regret it, because I now know three people that have PlayStation VR, and I can't take it to their house. <laughs> to play ace combat in no VR.
1: vr for
2: you no no vr for me not now you'll never not ever you'll never get
1: to experience it. no
2: that's fine that's fine i've come to terms with it
1: but uh that about wraps up anthem talk for now i'm sure that whether it's with you or if i'm back with joel or someone i'll bring it up again in the future we will stick. i'm gonna stick through it because i want to i love being a sweet interceptor and cutting things up and i just found my space punch and Ooh. it's great
2: and you know what? every three days i go back there and i'm like Got any gear for a storm?
1: <laughs> and he's always... Just, what's his name? Pro-
2: Prospero. Prospero's. Yeah. no, Got some wraps. Yeah, Do you want, do you want, some, a, do you want a Ranger wrap? Do you want some vinyl wraps? How's that look on yours? God awful. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to want it.
1: And they try to sell him an N7 like, Yeah, they got the vinyl N7 well. vinyl. It's
2: like 36,000 really coin when you earn like 700 a week.
1: Here's, here's the thing, right? If this game had been made like 10 years ago, I know... So Dragon Age 2 wasn't a good game. But I do remember it had that... Incredibly sweet, Isaac armor from Dead Space. Oh yeah, it was the I used best that all the way yep, through the game. Me too. It was so cool. If uh, Dead Space was still around, we'd have a Dead Space javelin. Yep. And I went.
2: I remember and a I plasma went, cutter. Yep. I went back to Dead Space, and I remember. And you got the um, you got the the blood armor. Yeah. From Dragon Age. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And it was not as good. Oh. <laughs> no no sorry that was in Mass Effect it was Mass Effect yeah you got the Blood Armour in Mass blood Effect armor Mass Effect yeah. that was actually alright Mass Effect 2 that was that was,
1: had like had the, decent uh, stats the dragon on it yeah, yeah. but yeah I, just, I wish I wish obviously I wish Dead Space was still around i miss it yep. Yep. but we'd have a cool Isaac suit and that's you know I blame EA yep it's yeah fun. you're right that's right <laughs> damn you EA yeah
2: keep uh, your games o- keep your games open for longer so you can cross promote <laughs> them and we can enjoy they could, we can, have, they could have had my money yeah we can enjoy imagining we're playing a different game in your, in your <laughs> one of your many story franchises uh,
1: in this new ip in this new
2: ip that we will also purchase continuing content for uh in future because it will feature content from your other ips <laughs> that we enjoy
1: hey they had a roadmap for this game i don't know how far through the roadmap we've gone
2: I don't know why I said all that sarcastically, <laughs> when it's exactly what made like Kevin Feige and Marvel a billion, exactly. billion dollars. So And it's still making him and a billion, billion dollars. And it's still making them a billion, billion well, like, dollars.
1: We're on the, on the precipice of this weekend. We're going to find out more about how we're going to make him another billion, billion dollars. Yeah,
2: because of movies that feature people from other movies exactly. that we liked. <laughs> yeah, all
1: right. Uh, all right. So next up, I've actually been playing a bit of a Switch game. But Joel, I mentioned it to him today in chat. He was quite happy to hear I've been playing it. Yeah. I've been playing SteamWorld Dig 2 which is a I guess the best way to describe it I didn't, I played a bit of Steam World Dig 1 but not heaps and I remember the main reason I dropped out of it was because it still seemed a bit too roguelikey for me Yeah, I could be way off though so don't hold me to that I do,
2: I do know <laughs> like I have like always enjoyed the massive like Almost reverse magnetism that you and Joel have over (laughs) roguelikes.
1: I just can't stand most of them. Joel's just like, oh, I can't wait to waste more time. It's all
2: gone. My progress is gone. This is the best. I'm
1: selling him out. He bought another one. Oh, yeah. He bought that Streets of Rogue, whatever it is. I know Joel. I saw. Yeah. (laughs) I that, saw. honestly I've seen I'm watching I've seen stuff
2: for Streets of Rogue. it looks real it good it does really but
1: good. I saw like a description but compared to Enter the Gungeon and yep. I knew I knew Joel was already yep. giving his details Joel's on him. the dev
2: team yeah he is he
1: probably made it but yeah so SeamWorld Dig 2 obviously is a sequel to that first one uh, the first thing I noticed was again maybe I maybe I didn't play the first one enough but this one feels much more like a Metroidvania which is obviously hmm. my shit yeah <laughs> I'm that's there. How, that's how they get you. That's how they sell me a game and they're like, there's backtracking. Mm-hmm. There's upgrades. Yeah. There's platforming. I'm like, whoa, whoa. whoa. I'm in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've made your sale. Uh, but yeah, so it's a, it, it's gorgeously, like, I don't want to say hand-drawn, but the yeah. an, the, anime, the art's very, well, it feels hand-drawn, honestly. Yeah. Without going into too much detail about that. I've only put maybe, I want to say, four or five hours in. I mostly bought it for a train trip.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because <laughs> there's this huge eShop sale. Yeah. And I was thumbing between that and Yoku's oh, own yeah, express. Sure. Yeah. I picked this. And yeah. it's, it's been great. Uh, so far, my main any main gripes I would have is... It's just sometimes the jump... It's a weird thing. The jumping doesn't feel right to me occasionally. There seems to be, even when you jump straight up, a bit of drift... Yeah. It's not a huge issue. This isn't, like, pixel-perfect platforming. Yeah. But just sometimes it'll it'll mess me up when I'm trying to escape some sort of bug in the ground yeah. and I'm nearly dead and then I die.
2: Maybe, like, I don't know, maybe that's the flavour. Maybe yeah, it Games is. have a different feel. Yeah. Like, Mega Man feels completely different to Navigate than, like, Double oh, Dragon, I guess. Maybe yeah. <laughs> they're also different, yeah. Games. <laughs> yeah, they're <very> different <laughs> games.
1: Yeah, they're different games, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's really hard to pin down how far I am through it. But uh, basically the gameplay is as follows: you're going down. You want to find. You're trying to find Rusty, which is the main character from the first game. Yeah. I think. Oh, what's your? You're playing as a girl, and her name escapes me. So I'm going to use this Wikipedia page, which I conveniently opened because I knew, I knew you I was forget. dumb. He plays Dorothy. That's right. Okay. Dorothy, and you're basically trying to track down Rusty, and your adventure takes you through, obviously expansive underground environments. I've only been through a couple of different like environmental tile sets mm-hmm. which again I guess is there might be more yeah I went into this horrible robot place before where the the checkpoint was at the start so every time i die I had to go back through it yeah and the, the the main gimmick of that was you'd be adventuring through and there are these like big shut down like robot bodies and you're yeah. like okay well they're not gonna hurt me but there are these little balls of light and they basically just move and exploit I'm like okay well they exploit I can dodge those typical like game design right yeah it introduces these two concepts and you're like eh it's fine yeah then later they were in the same spot and as i was going past them the the, like little balls of light would go into the robots and animate Uh, them uh. and they would chase you i don't know how long for maybe 10 or 15 seconds and just beat the shit out of you (laughs) and it hurts i died a lot to them until i figured out that basically the idea was you'd sort of like plot a path through them
0: yeah
1: because you could basically avoid their aggro range where the dots the little balls of light would stay still yeah so it was just finding that little path which was cool but then you
2: gotta find the mechanic first yeah and then once you find it yeah yeah that's, just cut cool. through it yeah
1: until i got to a part where they basically make you deal with three of them as they chase you off this huge cliff and you fall in water you're like i hope i don't die yeah
0: because
1: i was hoping because you have a grappling hook and i was trying to grapple to anything on the way down mm-hmm. there was nothing yeah <laughs> so i went into this giant pit of water with these three raging machines yeah just watching my heart's whittle down going come on fade out <laughs> thankfully they did and i survived but uh the game is very much basically just digging and exploring finding like jewels in the earth and selling them up top to upgrade your abilities yeah a lot of it like metroidvania tropes are here you've got a missile launcher it's not yeah. that exactly but it basically is you've got double jump yeah. which is sort of like a jetpack in this one and I've got the grappling hook.
2: Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking that, you know, okay, female protagonist, going underground, go grab yeah, a female. Wow. Uh going through going through a like a place like a haunted ship place that's partially underwater, full of ghosts.
1: All needed was what all, all needed was Fantoon and i do <laughs> dumb elephant sound. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so I'm I'm honestly really enjoying it. I need to put I need to just find more time to plug away at it because it's been my sort of like on the side game. Yep. while I was grinding for persona and playing yeah. anthem with you so now that persona's done I might be able to just dive into it fully, but we'll see
2: that's a real problem with these games of service isn't it they are thieves of time
1: yes yeah
2: and they're built to be that like we played, exactly what we're trying we're to do like quite a of, yeah we quite played quite a bit of division two we played quite we've, now we've played quite a bit of anthem
1: quite a lot the, of destiny the, back in the day yeah,
2: <laughs> a lot of destiny and the biggest casualty is everything else on your agenda so really good if you're struggling for money <laughs> yeah. like really oh, yeah. good look if you're looking you for a game you can play forever yeah.
1: yeah you're looking for a game you buy once and play forever games of service or mmos are the ones you should be looking at in particular final fantasy 14 which i wish i could play <clears throat> <clears throat> um but yeah that's really about it for steam will dig for me i will i will keep plugging away and i'll bring you some more detailed thoughts in the future but uh what have you got for me
2: what have i got i've got i've bought and i've started playing thronebreaker the witcher tales Uh, oh yes
1: you had this for a little bit on your hard drive i did it's
2: it's sat there for a while because it's like a puzzle game it's based on it's a it's a role-playing game wrapped around like an adventure game wrapped around a core of gwent from the witcher and i played a disgusting amount of gwent in the witcher because i wanted that platinum and i got the damn thing
1: publicly known not a fan of gwent. <laughs> yeah, no. And so that's...
2: that's perfectly fair. And so you know, I didn't know if I was a fan of gwent because somehow early in the Witcher, I think I glitched it and some not intentionally. Um just for my, in my defense in like the first 5 hours of the glitcher, I talked to a merchant in a weird order and somehow he sold me three copies of the same gwent card <laughs> that just happened to double the damage if it was placed next to one of its same self
1: Seems useful.
2: Like, yeah, when you've got three of them, you're supposed to have one, and then later on you find the copies that you're supposed to have, and other things that increase the damage of the front row, or whatever. So basically, in The Witcher Three, I loved Gwent because I could not be beaten, and I never knew whether that was intentional or not, or whether I just glitched into it, being like, "Man, this game rocks."
1: I sucked at Gwent.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I recommend talking to this guy.
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, what I will say as as we go in more into Thronebreaker, I really do appreciate that. Maybe again, I'm a pled, so maybe <laughs> I'll obviously I sucked at Gwent. But it was well made enough that they built a game around it. Yeah. They were and like here's a here's a narrative that the gameplay is Gwent.
2: Yep. And the and I do appreciate that the narrative like the, the Gwent battles have not been too egregious. Yeah there is Gwent for resolving Bat like attacks and stuff. Sometimes for boulders. But sometimes for boulders. There's like Gwent puzzles. They're like, well, you better get rid of these boulders before they hit your line. So I'm like, okay, it's one round. If you lose, you go back to the start. You just got to figure it out and then you get an outcome from it. I'm like, that's clever. Yeah. But it's just, it's just used as good, it's as good as dice rolls, really, or playing Magic the Gathering or whatever. It's basically that. <laughs> uh, uh, but Witcher. But but the Witcher. And I love the Witcher world and I'm, re- I'm enjoying it so far, but I mostly appreciate that they haven't just, it's not just. Endless games of Gwen. It's not Hearthstone. Yeah. So endless I, games of Gwen with a plot woven through it. And I
1: think when this was announced, that was my. Well, like, honestly, I think when it was announced, it was just announced as Gwen. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, hang on, we can just do a campaign.
2: I think there is a Gwen. Like, there is, you there can is get just a multiplayer Gwen. Gwen. Yeah. It's and on I, consoles I, as well. Yeah. And I, I've seen it before, and I've always just kind of been like, ah, I don't, I don't like, I like. I like Gwen. I like playing against people with Gwen, though. <laughs> no. no. I don't want to be beaten. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> That'll that make me that. hate Gwen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Throne Rags so far it's quite good. I mean the early on the tutorial's been very strong. They've changed enough mechanics that I have needed a tutorial. Okay. And they've changed enough mechanics from the original um, that all makes sense. Like, so again, I can't just be like, here's my three blue <laughs> blue stripes. <laughs> you, you, can't, like, you can't go find that guy and yeah, talk to him again and be like, yeah. Hey, can
1: I have those cards again? So
2: they've lay out five blue stripes commandos <laughs> and put a leadership horn on it and there's thirty five strength coming. Yeah. What do you got four? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that there's that. Um, uh, I've also picked up recently Objects in Space.
1: I remember you played Objects at Space, was it at PAX a few years ago?
2: 2016, 2017. <laughs> um. The
1: passage of time, man. The passage yeah, of time.
2: Yeah. Um, I can't be certain, because my memory is faulty and god-awful, <laughs> but I actually feel like it might have been presented to me by Jennifer Sherl.
1: I do... Time. My very vague memory of you playing it, I think she was definitely there. Yeah, because you played. Did you play the the proper big control? Like oh yeah, the deck. Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous that's, but cool. Yeah, and that, I love that they've got fully support that. So if you are some sort of Arduino in, <laughs> engineer who does that kind of god sorcery, <laughs> um, you can build yourself like a full deck with a, um, spaceship, called, deck, a spaceship deck with thing you know with all panel. your control panels and stuff and wire into the game and the game's cool with that. If you want to have the plastic. Cover that you have to flip up and then push the button down to launch a torpedo. Let's be real here. Yeah. That's everyone, all I want.
1: Everyone should have that.
2: That's all I want. Ever since Steel Battalion, I think every controller needs <laughs> click, to have the plastic click. thing that you flick up and then you push the button down. Yellow and black stripes around it just so everyone knows that this is when it's getting serious. Yes. <laughs> flick it up, push the button. And, and
1: these have an audible click sound as well yep. when you flip it open. Just
2: Yep. so everyone knows. Um, but I've, I've enjoyed it. It's a pretty... Uh, it runs like a dream because for a game that is like seems quite large it's about 170 meg and yes, from, it's,
1: like it's not not that it's, it's not, really low poly yeah
2: um, but stylized oh so like so stylized when you're actually in stations it's you could uncharitably describe it as ugly um but it's it's got a style to it and it knows exactly what it wants to be so that's the
1: thing I don't, I don't like calling games ugly when it's clearly the style they're going for yeah
2: it's just um the the people in it the i don't know i find them hard to look at but the art the designs the um the advertising and stuff that's around the place great um and i love
1: would you say it's sort of because i mean a lot of sci-fi games you could when you look at some sci-fi games you're like okay that looks like this would you say a lot of the stuff feels sort of unique yeah yeah objects in space
2: world and it's because there's so much a depth um into the point where there's Different brands, and honestly, this reminded me a little bit when I started going down the rabbit hole. It reminded me a little bit of um, the world ends with you because, oh, man, like you're let's, let's set the scene for you. You're you're cruising around through space. Everything's going all right. You're looking at your radar because um, you've only got a radar because it's basically a, it's a space simulator. Sold to you as a space simulator, but it actually plays more like a submarine simulator. Yeah, There's no windows to the outside. This isn't elite dangerous. You can't see what's going on. You can look at your sensor screens and see what's projected around you like on your on your radar and you can see all right that looks kind of like a nebula field in front of you you've got contacts that have been detected but if someone's running without their IFF you might not see them depending on how good your sensors are you'll get warnings like alarms come up when someone comes up who's not running with an IFF because that's you know generally the bad sort
1: of people (laughs) you kind of want to deal with them. you kind
2: of don't want to deal with them if you can avoid it you can go silent running you can do all the stuff you have to go over to your mail computer and type mail uh to get your mail and if you want you can turn off the automatic updating of mail because it reduces your emissions and you're less likely to get spotted by this types of shady people who hide in asteroid fields with their IFFs off Um, but then you're cruising along and you're halfway to a station and then suddenly you notice that your, the nebula field that you're going through has been interfering with your sensors, has some bigger dots in it. And then you hit some of them and they're asteroids and you're like, God damn it. So you take some damage and you have damaged your, well, what did I get? I actually damaged my comma ray. So I'm like, oh no. (laughs) Shit! So my comma ray's down and I'm coasting towards this station. Um, but you, and you can't dock and I'm like, cool, I can repair when i get to the station but you can't dock at the station until unless you hail the station yes. and ask permission <laughs> kind of <laughs> and,
1: kind of like space 101 <laughs> yeah space
2: 101 you gotta be like hey anyone home can um, i
1: land here and they'll yeah. I'll say yes yeah if i don't hear from you, they're probably just going to assume just keep flying yeah yep. keep flying they're just
2: like well that's a big bit of debris <laughs> um so and i'm sort of oh, my yeah. comms are down I'm like, i don't know what to do so i'm looking around and i realize that you can go to your comm array, and all of when you actually look at it, normally it has like a little DOS prompt that you can type orders into, and it's all broken static. And I'm like, all right. But then you can actually go into it, and you can find the COM part in your in your arc, in your system, and pop it and go into it like you've taken the side oh, off your computer God. and pull bits out. <laughs> oh no! Right, and you can see what's broken. It can be like, oh, cool. This little diamond shaped one's broken, and the circle shaped one's broken. Where else have I got one of those? <laughs> so you can go on rip shop from other systems. It's cool. So it's, it's, it's really It's cool. like
1: that exact scene from Star Wars when Hansel yeah, oh, is yeah. to fix the Yeah, and you go, that one goes there, yeah, and this the one, one goes, goes here. here.
2: <laughs> and so I pulled stuff out of my IFF and I pulled stuff out of my, um, out of my, one of my batteries, um, in order to repair this comms array, had barely enough, um, had barely enough juice to get there and didn't get a very warm welcome because I didn't identify myself before <laughs> yeah. I arrived. But It just reminds me
1: of those utterly dangerous days. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. But I managed to do all of that, um, repaired it, you know, slammed the thing down, connected it back up, it all lit up. And I realized that I was using different colored, still those shapes. So the parts are all shaped so you know which part goes where because um, we're idiots <laughs> uh, and I am um but they're the different colors to go with the brands that they are and that's what reminded me of world ends with you because the ah. br- different brands work better together and the different yeah. brands all have different so it's like set
1: bonuses and stuff
2: yeah but the Ooh. brands also have they obviously have different costs but <laughs> yeah. they also have different rarities and different um abilities so you might find one where you know you've floated up all of your comoray with blue whatever brand blue is and as a result it doesn't have it doesn't it's not as detectable from as far away or it uses less power or it's less likely to be damaged um, all of these parts so you want
1: that no, that no detection one right? you want
2: that no detection <laughs> one because you know what it gets you less likely to be damaged You no not getting hair. shot
1: like, <laughs> if they can't but, find
2: you so I'm nowhere near deep enough into it to get into combat or anything but the combat is, t- is submarine like as well it's like you pick a heading you fire your torpedo in that direction, and then you turn and burn, basically, and <laughs> hope that you uh, hope that you hit them. And then if you do hit them, you can go and you can pick up their um, pick up their discarded cargo. I don't know, frozen corpses. <laughs> it happens to me, but it's um, it's very much like Elite Dangerous, but in a submarine. And yeah, I've really really enjoyed my time with it, and it's just a really good chill game because it takes a while to get anywhere, so you want to do it when you just you know you've got a hot drink and it's raining and you can just Just chill out and unwind and add
1: your your control panel
2: yeah your control panel and then you know then immediately it becomes this incredibly tense (laughs) like spine sweating experience (laughs) as you try to rewire your reactor to get some sort of power so that you can look at your sensor screen and see where the hell that pirate went that's exactly
1: where i fall apart yeah
2: yeah uh
1: like immediately
2: and it, it is a roguelike as well so i have no idea what happens when you die because i basically got to the end of that sequence and i was just like jesus and saved my game and went and sat down for a while <laughs> just take
1: a breather yeah, just take a breather from my cool. peaceful relaxing
2: game um but yeah i can definitely recommend it if you've got a um it right it'll run on literally anything you will need a keyboard and mouse <laughs> Um
1: sorry if you don't have a keyboard and sorry mouse if you don't have a keyboard and, and mouse. you're playing on PC.
2: Yeah, but I mean, you know, you could play it on a on a tablet or something. I don't know oh. if it's touchscreen compatible. It would actually work I think really well on something like a Surface. Um, but you would definitely need a keyboard and everything with Otherwise, you can run it on just about anything and it just plays so well and it's really immersive.
1: It does seem pretty low demand.
2: It's really low demand and it's yeah, it's, it's yeah, immersive is absolutely the word I would use for it because I got sucked right in if you uh, if you like you know the, if you ever sit, sit and think what is life like on the Nostromo when you're not you know cowering from monstrous aliens um, <laughs> this is basically it you just you repair your ship and you go places and you buy stuff and you sell stuff you pick up contracts and you try to get there in time and then someone else offers you a more lucrative contract so you burn your good contract of course, this co- of course. yeah uh, and then you find out that that other more lucrative contract was a like a scam to get people into this area so pirates could jump you and yeah, you have to dump your cargo, and it's great.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah. Is
2: that? Um. What else? Well, oh, Ace Combat. It is Ace Combat. <laughs> it remains Ace Combat. It's still good. They keep dropping new sci-fi planes on me um, as part of their season pass, and I paid twenty yep. odd dollars for the season pass. And now I've got two out of the four promised sci-fi planes. Which the best part of Ace Combat is when it stops being, you know, late uh, sort of twenty ten era. Um, air to air combat and air to sea combat and stuff, and then they start dropping in. oh, he's a giant stealth bomber that drops when, drones. When, when the super weapons come in, when
1: it just becomes Metal Gear.
2: Yeah, when it beca- it literally becomes <laughs> Metal Gear. That's when it gets fun.
1: There's a there's a void there that someone needs to fill.
2: Yep, and when they you... like honestly, they've done it a bit, and I was a little disappointed that Left Behind didn't do it a bit more. <gasps> that left Behind hurts. For that. Yeah, it
1: was on sale like recently, and it wasn't cheap enough yet. Yeah, I do want to play it, but also I know how janky it is
2: <laughs> and it's a void that's kind of been empty for me aside from metal gear since i got out of year 12 and stopped reading tom clancy and yeah. dale brown novels but tom the, clancy's yeah. still
1: around even though he's passed on like yeah, his legacy somehow, continues somehow between it's his written... books and the one billion ubisoft games <laughs> yeah
2: i think his i think his books are written by predator drones at this point <laughs>
1: <laughs> i like see, them. i see names on the on the in the blurb sometimes I'm like yep. that is definitely a tom clancy character Yep. this was probably the rest of it just generated, yep. no doubt. Yep. Like, yep. just taking all these keywords and just assembling a war plot.
2: Yep, it's just got to feature certain numbers of acronyms, <laughs> certain numbers of uh certain numbers of certain amounts of hardware, and there you go. And nice. Jack Ryan, there you go. <laughs> it's got to have Jack Ryan. Got to have Jack Ryan. Um, but yeah, that's where that's where my Ace combo fix. The, the plots are ridiculous. The storyline is nonsensical, um but the music is beautiful, and the, the planes are just so pretty and. They're my real children.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um. Hopefully, Brendan's (laughs) real children don't listen to this.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they might. They. 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 they, they,
1: I think. I think on some level they know.
2: The first thing I got Arthur to sit still for, really, and pay attention to on a screen was the Ace Combat Seven trailer, and he sat there with me and
1: like father, like son. Yep. That's how you know. That's that's better than like a a test. Yeah, we didn't need
2: DNA (laughs) tests. The Ace Ace Combat Combat connection is there. He sat silently and watched it and assume he liked it it could have been traumatizing (laughs) I don't know we'll find out in therapy
1: (laughs) down the road yeah
2: Uh, um and otherwise I don't know I've got so much more than you because I haven't been on this podcast forever and I play (laughs) so many games that you and Joel don't play
1: it's well Um, because you you do have a lot of time you spend well playing PC games yeah which as I'm recording on my my shonky laptop which runs things okay sometimes
2: you know what it could run could run objects could in space. could run Objects in Space.
1: Yeah. Maybe I no. should try it out.
2: <laughs> um, but I've also been playing a lot of Stellaris, which is like, it's a 4X. It's your, um, your, you know, expand, explore, exterminate.
1: I do um, love a good 4X. Yes. We used to play yeah. one a lot, but we can't play anymore.
2: Yeah, I know. Which bums it's me very out. very disappointing. Um, but it's, it's a bit slower paced, which I do find the middle ground of Stellaris really suffers still. But it's a lot more about the role-playing of your empire and how it would expand, how you would interact with other um species than it is about the shooty bang bang spaceship explosions okay.
1: well that's kind of what will sort of help to differentiate it
2: yeah absolutely and that's what that's definitely feels like, because what, it feels like what they're going for
1: others the other certain four actually used to play yeah. was really just a race to make a really big spaceship yeah and, and, and surround it with slightly smaller spaceships yeah, have like a constant build cycle of corvettes yep. just following it through all the jumps
2: yeah and that's really how you win that game that's how you win that game you have the most <laughs> ships and you put the most <laughs> ships where they have the least <laughs> ships uh yeah, this one is very much. It's expl- it, The exploration is very heavy. There's a lot of little mini quest lines that pop up when your science ships survey a planet, and they say, "Oh, we've discovered this. What should we do with it?" You can do stuff like you can find a, you know, a, a primitive race that's in the stone age, and you can study them, or you can, you know, abduct their cows and stuff. There's <laughs> a fully an option for that. Wow. Yep, it's actually incre- You can get incredibly granular with how you treat your species, other species, what rights you give them. If you are some sort of monstrous. Um, you know, like if you develop cyborg uplifting in your people and you start cyborg implanting them, you can say, all right, the people who have cyborg implants have these rights. And then when, I, when we enslave or abduct or have immigration, because if your planets are nice enough, other people, like species from other planets will want to live there and you have immigration... They might want to, you know, they might want to have cyborg implants, but they're not allowed because it's only for your people and they're still, they get to be a second class citizen. Or you can have, <laughs> yeah, look, you can do whatever. Or you can have your people, you can have part of your entire empire be that you love aliens. And the more other species, mixed species you get living on your planet, the happier your species are.
1: Utopia. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. Or you can play some sort of monstrous, horrific, devouring swarm
1: can I ask, before you continue, is yeah. this what you played?
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was so cool. The Devouring Swarm update has been so good because you can play a species. A, you can't involve in diplomacy, so it really does cut out that whole part of actually role playing your So it Empire becomes more the like other,
1: the other 4X game. And do, it becomes a bit more of the
2: other 4X game. But then you can. It synergizes with some of these weird other abilities that the game gives you, like there's. A, you can choose your bombing stance to be, well, we're not going to bomb planets. What we do is we raid them. And so when you send your fleet to bomb them, they actually go and just abduct people off this planet, which is, you know, it's really good. If you are some sort of divine utopian civilization, right? Yeah. If you're a good pe- civilization. And I say, if you happen to be one, <laughs> uh, if you <laughs> happen if to be, you one. happen to be playing a, if that's a good, how you are, <laughs> like a, li- like a, a libertarian freedom civilization. And you know, there is these remorseless slavers, which they are, cause they all, re- they're all randomly generated. Um, you can actually literally bomb their population into freedom by using this raiding stance to abduct their population and bring them to your planet where they will be happier. <laughs> and you can tell yourself that so you can sleep at night. Or you can play a Devouring Swarm where you can build a planet oh, no. and set that as the only planet that abducted pops populations can go to and fill it with fortresses and soldiers so it cannot revolt. And then they go there and they get liquefied into food. Oh, God. <laughs> okay <laughs> but like the game has that much control yeah. over how you build cool. your yeah over build your empire um and it's just really cool like you can zoom out and it has the galactic map there and it's got the little borders and it has your it dynamically draws in everybody's like factions over the borders that you have so you have like a big chunk that says you know valderai collective or whatever on one side and then you're the then you've got the con, you know the um the terran dominion beneath that and you can
1: does this game have a multiplayer
2: Yes, um, it sounds like it would be like from what I've been reading online. It sounds like it would be super cool multiplayer. It is pretty slow, but that's still super, still, still there. I mean, and it's something that you can do over multiple nights.
1: We've we've spent. Uh,
2: we have spent several nights playing other games,
1: Forexes and yep. Civ, and <laughs> yeah, time has just slipped away. Um, I was looking at was on sale, and I was just like, oh, I'll hold off. But honestly, even just listening to that, it's just made me sort of. Second guess, and I wish I picked it up, but it's too late. That's all home. right. We got
2: plenty of time. We yeah. got plenty of time. All the time until, in the world <laughs> until we probably pick up um, fourteen again. God, I want to play
1: Shadowbringers. It's, it's like legitimately unfair.
2: I am so happy with how well that game's done. Thank you, Fantasy League, um, uh, Fantasy yeah, Critic. I've scored I'm a super ton of way, points bet. for that. But also, just that it was, it's great. And we never got to the Stormblood content because you... I wanted to be a samurai so hard.
1: I was lucky that I got to be a dragon. Yeah, yeah. Getting to the dragon was sweet. Yeah. Even though we are, I think... From what I can tell in the player base, like, dragons are mocked pretty openly. Yeah, no, that's but, fine. But like, it's fine, I'm happy being an edge of a cool lance, and I do yeah. like the jump attack. I don't care. Yeah. And I know I, what I am. Yeah, and that's why
2: I'll be a samurai. I look like, like Cecil. Yeah, I'm i like, a we... Weeb- that's fine. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be that guy. I'll, I'm already a cat man. I spent <laughs> I spent 10 hours wearing pink pants in that game. I made myself
1: a cool dragon. I'm not even mad. Yeah. But, um... Well, the, the thing... The reason that I keep just getting blown away by 14 is I remember how that game launched. Yes! And then yes. they... Like, they nuked it essentially like yeah. look, we did bad so we're just fixed it. we're just starting again
2: yeah and i'm pretty sure everyone who got 14 just got to play it for free yes yeah. until realm reborn dropped. until they
1: fixed until they put out yeah realm reborn yeah. which fixed it and like since then i don't really know that the game's had a, had no. a bad entry like no. a bad like expansion i don't think
2: it's even had a bad patch i think it's just been it's been an absolute like raging success
1: mm. I'm sure there are like people who like play it constantly They're like well I didn't like this patch but from the outside just looking and like, listening to the conversations that people mm. have I wish I'd had the time like, I wish I'd been playing it yeah because yeah. right now like it, we, if we do eventually pick up Shadowbringers we've got work
2: <laughs> we've got, we got a lot of work to <laughs> we, do. we haven't
1: finished yeah. OG Realm Reborn yet yeah and then we we want to get to Heaven's World, but we're going to do the patch stuff between first yep and same for Stormblood. Stormblood. There's patch stuff in between. I assume between Stormblood and Shadowbringers, there's more patch stuff.
2: Yeah, probably. There's it, all that, it just all that feels content. like
1: like we'll get there in a couple of lifetimes.
2: And that happens to me. Like I pick up a, I'll, I'll drop into World of Warcraft. I played that way back when it was vanilla and Burning Crusade. And then periodically I'll like resub, or they'll have a free weekend or whatever. I'm like, yeah, okay. And my internet's fast enough now that I can actually, you know, that's, get a, that's a, a reasonable big thing, time. Right? Like, it's yeah. a big thing that you can just pick it back up. But every time I'm kind of, I look at my level 65 character or my level 92 character or whatever, I'm like, I don't remember how you work, and I'll make a new one. because I want to watch the numbers go up and the numbers go up faster when you're at low levels. I'm never reaching this end game content. <laughs> I'm never, and when I do get there, I'm like, wow, oh, the numbers have stopped going up.
1: Cause that's, that is the thing, right? There is an option like, I know that WoW could do it for a while, yeah. but 14 does have, like, skip potions, but I just want to- I would feel bad, because like, honestly, even with the time I put into Realm Born, when we were yeah. doing the last missions, and I was playing as a Dragoon, I'm like, am I doing this wrong?
2: Yeah.
1: Are <laughs> these other players laughing at me, because I... am I doing the right rotations? I don't know.
2: I don't, I just, I'm stressed. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to help. Thank you. I have a spear. <laughs> yeah. That's why you only queue as DPS, because you can't stuff it up.
1: I'm too scared to queue as support or tank. Yep. Too much pressure. I just want to hit things.
2: Yeah, just, just,
1: just. You guys can heal me, and you can hold aggro, and I'll just—I promise I'll hit. Yep.
2: you just—you just, you just got to be a very well-behaved D and D rogue, <laughs> which there are so few of them. You just well-behaved. You only stab what you're told to stab. You don't start extra fights.
1: <laughs> oh God, um, you've actually reminded me of a game I did that I did finish. I played yeah. and finished, but I was gonna—I completely forgot to bring. Yeah, and as Oh yeah, I yeah. picked up. When the Steam sale really was happening, I want to hear about this because this game looks good as heck. Yeah, well, I can tell you it is good as heck. So there was a Steam, there was a big Steam summer sale recently, and I had been sitting on playing Rumu for ages, so much so that Joel played it, and he was like, "I don't want to talk about it because I know you're going to play it." Yeah. It was a while ago. I don't know how long that was, but I have finally played it now. So Rumu was actually an Australian developed game mm-hmm. by I think it's Robot House is the studio's name. Yeah, and. So to set the the, the the picture here, you play as a vacuum cleaner, right?
2: Outstanding, I mean. <laughs> I know, right? Yep.
1: It's this adorable little autonomous vac- like vacuum cleaner and the premise is pretty simple. You're just being trained by this AI called mm-hmm. Sabrina, I believe, to do your job. Mm-hmm. To clean up spills. And of course, as you can imagine, not always is as it seems, and as you progress through, you start uncovering this bigger story. And... I don't, are you gonna play Rumor? I don't want to spoil it. I'm in the same boat as Joel now.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I I know a little bit, like enough of the story because okay. I've seen it. This is, um, is there a murder in your house or something? You, go, something, something does goes go wrong. Yes. Yeah. And is it? Yeah, it's it looks great. It is.
1: I mean, I can say like again, it, much like I think I don't know if it's as flexible as objects in space, but it isn't a very demanding game. My mm-hmm. laptop ran it no problems, which was great. Uh, I do wholeheartedly recommend you pick it up and play it, because it is, it is a delight. But well, without going into the spoilers, this is the way the story unfolds as you start to piece together information from not just what the AI is telling you, because you can also disobey it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what are you doing? You're like, I'm going down here. Yeah. And like you get to respond to some of the things it says to you, because basically is programmed to love. Right? He loved. He loves cleaning. Yeah, <laughs> And Basically, anytime the AI will ask you something, you can Rumu's responses are usually in the form of "I love cleaning" or "I love" or "I like this," yeah. and that's the, the bulk of it. And some of them are pretty standard, yeah. like "I like cleaning," and some of them really just help show how Rumu might be starting to figure out yeah. what's actually going on. Like when Sub- the AI is asking you stuff, you can be like, uh, "Rumu likes it when Sabrina is honest and stuff like this." which yeah. just
2: you can be a little bit manipulative, yeah. You're like, I.
1: Yeah. I'm figuring you out yeah and yeah the the way it sort of culminates it wasn't a surprise like I picked up on it the sinister the sinister undertones as I was playing through but it was just it was one of I really wish I'd played this when it came out because it was a good ride it was only about two or three hours long so a pretty quick playthrough wonderful little soundtrack plenty of like fun lore that you can just pick up optionally in the environments like emails because you are a little AI robot yeah so you can access smart devices and all this sort of stuff and read emails, books, all that sort of stuff. And uh, I just wanted Rumu to be happy. I wanted <laughs> Rumu to be safe. And towards the end, I think Rumu did find some happiness. Yeah. But boy, there were some bad things along the way.
2: <laughs> I still want to play it. Do play it. You're helping me.
1: Do play it, honestly. Because, well, first of all, it's Australian made. Yeah. I'm not sure.
2: I've, I should point out I Objects really, in Space was actually made in Sydney. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. I don't... Best thing to come out of Sydney. Take that, Sydney.
1: God. Uh, I was trying to think about... I haven't
2: checked the list of things that have come out of <laughs>
1: Sydney. Sydney. <laughs> There's plenty of bad things, though. Yeah, that's true. Sydney thinks they're so great, but they're yeah. not. So what have you got? you got the Opera House, and like yep. the Harbour bridge. Who cares? Yep. The
2: yep. bridge is really you good, because when you're in the middle of it, you're, like, maximum distance from Sydney while being <laughs> in Sydney.
1: Every time yeah. I've gone to Sydney, it's just been... I you know what I do like the train from the airport to the city.
2: Yeah, look, I'm...
1: Um, and their a- double decker trains are also cool.
2: Yeah, the d- double decker trains are cool. God damn it! <laughs> All right,
1: fine Sydney. Fine
2: Sydney, you're adequate. You
1: got yeah. <laughs> you're passable. Apart from yeah. you know, you go to bed at like six pm.
2: Yeah,
1: um, but yeah, it's just I can't. I'm trying to think of like a game to compare it to, but really, in the, I guess. It, it does just feel like one of those sort of journey-like games where you, yeah. it's no, there's no challenge. You just, just sort of just, just go on the ride. The story you play through. You get the story. You get to and you're like, that's it. That's a satisfying that's little three-hour stint. Yep. Yeah.
2: How many of those have we missed through playing giant AAA <laughs> so, ninety-hour, um, so many games. games as a service? Like, not not saying like by putting what's you have two hundred and forty hours you save in Persona. Yeah. <laughs> see, I I think that's time well spent. It is. It is but,
1: absolutely. But. But That's so many rumours.
2: <laughs> it's so many rumours, but you've played that through that one narrative, right? I think we probably put that many hours, three of us in this house, that many hours into Destiny 2, right? I don't think we needed to put that many hours into Destiny no. 2. When
1: when Sony did that thing, like when it was like five years at PlayStation, yep. and they tallied up your most played yep. games, Destiny was number one, yep. and I was quite shocked when um, I saw how much time I put in the loop.
2: frankly disappointed in myself, I thought. <laughs>
1: Um, and and I, again, I honestly don't think that anything I play this gen will catch it
2: no it was you know, so you know, you know, far ahead Bungie's fault how dare they how dare they make that little when you get a perfect headshot how shot. dare
1: they let that loot cave live for like a yeah. little bit too long when I spent about probably 10 hours alone shooting a cave, <laughs> a cave. but anyway play Rumu yeah play Rumu play Rumu then talk not to Destiny. me about it yeah don't play Destiny you can't be a cute little AI vacuum cleaner and that that goes on a wonderful hor- not really horrible it's not scary. It's just the themes in that game, are they will get you sometimes. Was it thrilling? I felt tinges of sadness. Oh. Feels. Yeah, you, will, you, you, will, you you will feel things. You when will. Play room you room. will feels. <laughs> you will. You will feels. But, <laughs> uh, put it put in a box. It's not in like a box, though. it's digital only. Uh, put it on the Steam page.
2: Put it on the Steam page, and then put it on the outside of Rumu. <laughs> <laughs> put it on put it on the
1: case. He's just such a. I, it made me want a Roomba. <laughs> For no real reason. It's just... I just want a little little robot vacuum cleaner and I want him to feel happy.
2: Yeah. We can be friends with him. Yeah. The cats <laughs> oh, can
1: Oh, We hate them. But uh, that's literally about all I've got that I've been playing, honestly. Because it's been mostly Anthem and Persona. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I guess if you're all good...
2: Um... I'm, I'm a <laughs> You're like reaching into the grab bag? Yeah, egg? I'm literally thinking I'm like, what else? I've literally anything else that I've been doing that's game related. I've been watching... I've watched a bit of the uh, latest starcraft 2 world championship series i mean sucked into starcraft esports man i cannot understand that game anymore i played so much starcraft when i was younger and starcraft 2 for wings of liberty but they've added so many extra units and i feel like like grandpa simpson then <laughs> 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 they changed what it was see right?
1: I'm, I'm quite lucky with the esports stuff i followed because it changes but really not enough to yeah. make a difference
2: <laughs> yeah i just don't understand all these caster units and stuff so but they're so much fun to watch the personalities are so real it's so pure um, everyone seems to be friends outside of StarCraft esports, and that, that helps. Yeah, yeah, and they all seem that they've all got histories, and you get to catch up on the the match drama and stuff beforehand. The casters are really invested, so if you're interested at all, StarCraft Two esports is the um is the channel, um, and you can watch these these people who were previously StarCraft Two pros. Cast this stuff like it is... You know, like a lot of esports are these days. Cast like it's the NFL. And it is so much fun to watch. Esports are so good these days. Yes. And I'm just gutted that um, my my personal favourite player, StarCraft, uh, of, of StarCraft, she's a Zerg player, Scarlet, um, got matched up against Showtime, who pretty much looks set to win the series. And when the person who's going to win gets matched up against your favourite in round one, and you're like, oh man... Man, you've
1: been... I, I, again... Through my year, my my time watching Smash competitively, yeah, yeah, you just you've got that favorite player, yeah, and you look at the matchup you're about to watch, you, you just no, like, no, nah.
2: nah. I love this I player, but like, this um Showtime's been out of the league for a while. This is all part of the drama, <laughs> and then he came back, and they're like, oh wow, Showtime hasn't been in for a while, so I watched it thinking this is going to go pretty well. And Scarlett, who has just cleaned house, everything I've watched her in, has just like three nothing against this guy, um, just got just got ejected. And there were such good matches, but then you got a whole other tournament that doesn't have your player in it. Anyway, that's pretty much it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, in that case... Spider-Man was good. <laughs> oh, don't get me started with yeah. Spider-Man. Because I could talk about Marvel for a long time, but it, it feels rude to do it, because we're probably about to learn about Phase 4. Yeah, that's true. We're excited to show you what we have next. What does it mean, Brennan?
2: What does it mean? What does it mean? <laughs> it means that... It means that like already started printing a new denom- denomination of money <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, oh yeah. endgame came so close to avatar i think it was like 0.07 million i don't
2: understand avatar's not good anyway <laughs> a, do they include it's a, it's a different conversation do they include <laughs> avatars and pocahontas's takings in that maybe yeah maybe they just, they just them. roll them up because yeah, it, it was just like it movie. was
1: blue pocahontas yeah. anyway that will just about do it for quest log. So uh, I think now we'll roll into a, a slightly skimpier Dope or Nope.
0: Dope or oh, Nope.
1: So as you know, Dope or Nope is our news game, I guess, right? We got bored of just going, hey, here's a cool story I have. <laughs> Which is honestly what this week's going to be like. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but, uh basically the idea is we bring news articles or headlines and we present them to our co-host which in this case is you so you get to shut down anything you think I might like and you're like get out of here in the bin in (laughs) In the the bin with that in the bin with that Uh, and we'll just go back and forth again it's been still pretty quiet since E3 we're uh, we're in that that window E3 is done but Gamescom (laughs) is looming (laughs) and we're starting to hear about stuff that'll be at Gamescom but we're just in that weird yeah that weird gap what I will say, the two first orders I've got are pretty, pretty fresh and interesting to talk about. I think, and that is the new Nintendo Switch models.
2: Yeah, all right.
1: You get to you get to dope on Nope it.
2: All right. What do you want? What do you want me
1: to <laughs> lame on me? Lay on you. Okay. Yeah. So that's a dope then.
2: Give me a, no, give me give me a. Uh, oh me my! Oh, you pitch! Oh podcast. God! Okay.
1: All right. Got to pitch it. John never makes me do this. No, you don't even have to pitch you it. Are. You just
2: it, just. What if what if okay. what if our listeners don't know what we're talking about? Let's
1: let's take you back in time. Yeah, like I forget which album. When was like the Japanese, was a Japanese website. Yeah, was talking about how there was two new mysterious Switch models coming. A lot of people honestly sort of would because they mentioned it would be a Switch Lite and a Switch Pro. Ooh! Ooh. Everyone laughed it off because implying it,
2: the existence of Switch Casual. Yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> which I guess is the launch switch. Yeah. yeah, But basically, everyone sort of laughed them off because I think everyone believed the Lite. Yep. no one believed the pro because nah yeah and uh today we actually know more about both of those models we do know in fact what the light is and maybe there were some misinterpretations about what the pro was
2: <laughs> okay yeah i know about the light yeah i, I think it's reasonably cool it honestly is. and it's it's feeling that you know we all kind of expected it to happen i guess yeah um and it, it lines up with how I always kind of saw the Switch in my head before it was even announced. And everyone's like, what is it? Is it better than the PlayStation? Is it better than Xbox One? Is it And I, and I remember thinking, it's not going to be, it, it's going to hit the shelves and people are going to be like, this is the least powerful console. But really, it's the most powerful handheld.
1: Exactly that. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> and it, it, though it is the least powerful console, it is the most flexible console. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that's where I've reached this point in my life where if a game comes out on Switch, even if it takes a hit performance-wise, like I've seen no shortage of people going, oh, Bloodstain looks bad on the Switch. I'll, I will concede that, honestly, it doesn't look great. Sometimes there are performance issues. But you know what? I can play it in bed.
2: Oh, no, and no, I can no, we, get
1: up and put it in my stock and play it on my TV. And that, like, that wins for me.
2: It's, it looks bad if you're playing it on a digital foundry screen next to <laughs> next to a PS4. PlayStation version. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't if you're not doing that, your brain forgets it very exactly. quickly. Exactly. And you're just, you just you fill in the gaps
1: anyway. So yeah, the main the main hook of the Switch Lite is that unlike the Nintendo Switch proper, this is a handheld only model. Uh it'll come in three different colours. I do like the Nintendo just goes for colours. Yeah. It's so cool. Like we don't have to be edgeless We don't have to be like we can have a bright yellow handheld that's gonna stand out. Like why not? Yep uh so yeah the joy cons will be hard connected to the system so they will not disconnect mm-hmm. uh which you know so it, it's weird because it is sort of it also will not connect to docks yeah so this is literally just a handout
2: i wonder how much that's saving them
1: yeah that's the thing right because the price isn't it isn't a big enough saving in my opinion i'm gonna have to quickly google the price because i've forgotten but i think because like what's the switch set back now like 470 399 399 on sale on frequently
2: sale. Four, well, seven, four sixty nine. now, now we
1: know why it doesn't sound frequently. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think it's honestly still like three something. Of course, now my computer's not working properly. But uh, either way, it feels like a loss the functionality for not, in my opinion, enough of a hit on the price. I, I
2: imagine if you are the sort of person who uses a... I don't know. What would it be? A, <laughs> their, their Vita? Uh, it's the closest but, comparison. Yeah, if you if you're using a switch a lot on the go on your commute, yeah. Um, but then you know that implies you've already got a switch.
1: Three twenty nine. How much it costs?
2: Okay, that's seventy bucks less. That's, which means three twenty nine retail. You're going to see them two ninety nine on sale with a game a lot. Yeah, that's true. And especially think, at like big W's and targets. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And Christmas sales and stuff. you would be looking at two ninety nine with two games. I think that's pretty reasonable. Um, You really, realistically, you only need one in a house, um, thinking about all these households that have multiple Switches in them. Well, that's the thing.
1: Nintendo's plan all along was to have multiple Switches in each house.
2: Yep, and replace the DS libraries.
1: Well, because the DS has, I think, been accepted as gone, like the 3DS. Like, Persona Q2 came out in June. I think that was it. That's it. And now this is coming out.
2: (laughs) The only thing...
1: Yeah, yeah, I suppose you could, you could easily...
2: The only thing I'd be concerned about is what games you lose functionality with without being able to port the yeah, Joy-Cons? Yeah, well,
1: that's the thing. So, I mean, I think you can sync Yeah, can you just Joy-cons. buy extra Joy-Cons? I remember reading you can. Yeah,
2: so I guess you lose nothing. You, just, you spend more money, but as long you long still save has, that money on...
1: As long as it still has a little kickstand. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm like, do you get someone to hold your Switch yeah. while you just like... That's, what, that's, how, that's multiplayer now. Uh-huh. <laughs> you need to We're hold this for Every me. game is two-player. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, So the dimensions-wise, the main, obviously, is smaller, as as inferred by being a light. The screen is now 14 centimeters. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a little bit smaller, but it does make up for that for more battery, uh, which we'll get to again later, because the new Switch also has better battery. But, um, yeah, at the gate, I remember I was looking at this, and I was struck by the price and the loss of functionality, but at the same time, if you're literally just playing handheld, which I know a lot of people do, yeah. People just don't use their docs. So like, yeah, I mean, why not save like the eighty odd dollars? Yeah. Just have a handheld. Have yeah. a have a have a Vita. Yeah. <laughs> that people actually want.
2: And you know, you've got a you've got a bigger library, it's live, you've got up to date games on it. Like, you there's games on Switch at the moment that I've been terribly tempted by Switch again for because I'm just a sucker for these games where the numbers go up. Diablo on Switch, apparently just great. Like, just beautiful Warframe
1: on Switch. We're going to get you. We're yeah, going to get you with are going to get me
2: eventually. And whether it's a Switch Lite or a Switch Pro or a Switch as they stand right now discounted because the Pro is taking out on the shelf spot, that's, that's, not, that's a win for me. Like, drag-
1: right now, Dragon's Dogma is going for $30 on Switch. Oh, you can play Dragon's Dogma in bed. You know
2: what's a good game, listeners? <laughs> it's Dragon's Dogma.
1: Finally, Brendan has a platform yep. to talk about Dragon's Dogma.
2: Wow! Now I can come in and just be like, "What have you been playing?" And I'll be like, "Wow, <laughs> yeah, Dragon's Dogma and on my Switch—the <laughs> third platform that I've played. Dragon, fourth platform actually. I got on PC as well. Oh, you did? I didn't play it very much, but you had it. I had it. You Keyboard
1: might... and mouse is not ideal. The important thing is you added it to your repertoire. Yep, yep. Uh, so yeah, the other one is that was actually just announced today. It's not so. This is where I think the confusion was coming up because when people. Like I think they misinterpreted either what a Switch Pro was or what they were talking about because we are getting a new Switch model, but basically it's the same thing with a better battery. Okay. Which is honestly, honestly, that's a big gap. That's all you need. (laughs) Yeah. So essentially it'll cost as much as the current Switch. Yeah. And its battery will basically go from roughly the original's battery life was about two and a half hours, six and a half Mm -hmm. hours out of dock. And this will boost it to four and a half to nine. Perfect. Which is good. That's great. I so think the Switch can... Lite is up maybe six to seven hours of battery. So it is. it also has more battery in that, as well as having the functionality of being a Switch.
2: Yeah. So if you were on like a train ride to the city, and it's two hours, or your commute is two hours, which is not unheard of in the city, no. you can get to work and back without needing to recharge it. Exactly. As long as you charge it overnight. And you can play all the way there and on. Perfect.
1: Yeah. And it, 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 this isn't exactly surprising, because a lot of these sort of portables have this happen, where they come out. Yeah. I remember the original 3DS had... Awful battery, yeah. As well, but was, battery tech is
2: just well. a, just advancing like crazy. Yes. So yeah, why not get on it? The
1: fact that this thing can even uh, we'll be able to live for up to nine hours. Mm-hmm. I, Switch is magic. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, Wizards made the Switch yeah. because that thing is ridiculous.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 incredible. It is such a nice high tech slick piece of hardware. It's that gonna run the Witcher soon. It's gonna run the
1: Witcher. On a on a, on, you, a cart. on a tiny little cart. Every piece of the content of your in that thumbnail. game, yes, somehow that game, all the DLC, all those free DLCs, will be on that card. And I don't understand. No,
2: I don't get it. How you unpack that?
1: CD Projekt Red have made some sort of deal with the devil because I don't know how it works,
2: and I don't know what the cost is. <laughs> Probably Cyberpunk coming this year. <laughs> I think, they- and I think they've, I think they've stiffed me. <laughs> but you know you're what? still getting cyberpunk i still get cyberpunk and
1: i'll get to play an incredibly low res witcher 3 yeah
2: and you know what? it'll be fine and it'll be we can find out whether it's as good as henry cavill's the witcher
1: so probably see a trail for that soon isn't it?
2: yeah and you know what i bet they do a good job i bet they do i bet they do a good job because it's a it's a it's a very well realized world world in the narratives and i think it's going to lend itself really well to like a high budget series I think like so. Yeah, but it's just gotta have Roach on the roof.
1: Yeah, because I revealed Roach today, and everyone—the yeah. immediate response was a picture of Roach in the sky, going, "This is what he's meant to look like." Yeah, he's meant to be up there, hovering yeah. fifty foot, feet in yeah. the air. Yeah.
2: No, I think I think both Switch variants are dope. Yeah, they're uh, both dope. <laughs> they're both dope. I'm on board. Put that I'm, on the box. I'm unlikely to buy. I'm not. I'm not going to pick which one I'm going to buy. I'm probably going to end up with a Switch one way or the other because look at that time.
1: lineup. And it just keeps getting better. Yeah, yeah. The only so the, I guess the main conversation that's worth thinking about here is like, do you think we're going to get a Switch Pro? Because we are, on, we're reaching the end of this generation for at least PlayStation and Xbox. So they're going to be coming out next year with, well, Xbox is Sony's being very coy about it. It sounds yeah. like they'll be coming late next year.
2: See, I like I like what Nintendo's doing now, where they're maintaining their player base. Yes, and. Stretching functionality in the direction it needs to go in. When they start stretching like specifications and capabilities, um, they've tried it before. We all bought the expansion pack. I was going to say, "Perfect Dark."
1: Not even just that; it, they did it with the um with the DS when they had the DSi.
2: Yeah, that's right. And they did it
1: with the new 3DS.
2: Yeah, and just these slow iterations that sort of
1: the new 3DS's only exclusive game was Xenoblade Chronicles. <laughs> oh yeah there's never another one
2: no um but yeah like the, <clears throat> I think they'd want to be really careful because the Switch is doing very well it is well, doing very well and if they start having this game will run on this Switch but not that Switch then you start yes. losing all the advantages of a home console exactly yeah
1: like I've seen people talking about maybe if the Switch Lite decides to just be a handheld maybe the Switch Pro will decide to be a just a console, a just a console.
2: then it's not a Switch neither of them are a Switch I know but it's yeah. a thing right
1: because like when the Switch Lite was announced like I mean it's called a switch but I mean where's the switching? Yeah, you can't,
2: you can't switch. <laughs> you can switch between using it and not using it. Exactly. It?
1: <laughs> that's that's the the extent of your switching. But uh, cuz yeah, it, it, we are still getting ridiculous things running cuz even like even besides the Witcher, mm. we got we've got that new Wolfenstein spin-off games coming to Switch. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. The new Doom also was, coming is- to Switch.
2: Who does the ports for that for machine games? Because it's the same, yeah. It's the same team. They did Doom. They're doing Wolfenstein. I think they.
1: Was it? Oh, what's their name? It's escaping me now.
2: Yeah, but oh, this team—they just take. They literally takes. Um, There's like
1: two or three different teams that just that are just doing ports.
2: Yeah, and some of them are really good at it. Like the team that's doing all the machine game sports, they take you know prime beef and they put it through all of these machines Mm. and then they give you something that looks like prime beef and you're like it's it's slightly different and i can't
1: tell (laughs) i I never played wolfenstein 2 on switch but i did look at some videos that um i think it was was probably from digital foundry to be honest that sort of detailed how they got the game running better and it was just little things like in some areas where you would just be it would be an open vista there'd be a wall on your right hand side yeah so it didn't have to worry about Drawing and all that stuff over there, yep. and it just it was just that little little time save to cut down on frame rates and like like memory usage and stuff like that. It makes it's me wonder why
2: this, yeah, why this sort of this sort of expertise. And it's obviously easier to do it with a set hardware. You know exactly yeah. where yes. your RAM is. You know where your addresses are, and you know that you know exactly how much overhead the OS is using. But this sort of expertise applied to current gen uh, or current like PC games could lower that bar for system requirements mm. significantly. Because they clearly can do it, it's possible. But, but again, there's no incentive to do it because because no. we're in such like decade long console cycles. Exactly. So PCs have already outstripped them anyway. But you know, it's capability that's there. <laughs> Nobody cares.
1: Next gen will get close to PC again, and then PC yeah, will pull. PC away. will
2: pull straight away, and then my computer will be obsolete. <laughs> if it one.
1: helps, my laptop. It, I've never been like on the cutting edge of PCs, so
2: I can't. You just can't afford it. I can't afford it. I appreciate it, and they're pretty to look at.
1: I respect those who can afford it. Yeah.
2: Uh, for uh, bitcoin miners and youtube influencers <laughs> that's the two and and yeah and, and like
1: people who are sponsored yeah people, who, are people sponsored. who get sent those free like razor laptops and stuff and you're yeah. like oh i'm so happy for you yeah well, i hope you enjoy job. your free laptop boy i can't wait for. i'm next. not bitter yeah where's mine
2: it's so i don't even care that i don't <laughs> have a job but it's just playing warframe all day <laughs>
1: actually i did boot up warframe on switch recently yeah looks surprisingly good yeah it sort of reminds me of destiny on ps3 where it's just a little bit smudgy <laughs> yeah
2: but i mean again you will tune that out over time yeah yeah absolutely um, and i really i like how they are staying keeping everything day and date
1: with the um yeah i honestly i don't know how the new warframe stuff is going to come to switch i'm that's the main uh, reason i downloaded it so that when that does drop i yeah. really want to check it out <laughs> we can be in a spaceship we can yeah. we can have ship combat i think yeah yeah, I think someone can someone a can be in it, and... also someone's in a ship and you can launch the other person into the enemy ship and do yeah, an it they can be
2: in the enemy ship cutting up fools inside the ship while you're in your ship outside their ship yeah. shelling their ship
1: which you know influences the combat inside the ship. You think it's... about that on PS4 you're like, "Sure." Yeah. Think about it on Switch and it's just I'm scratching my head and I just I'm curious.
2: I mean, you think about that on PS4 and you're like, "Sure," but also Destiny never bothered implementing it. That's Bungie though. Yeah, yeah, but like um, Anthem tried something even remotely close to that and crashed and burned. And this is just a this is just a but this is a free to play game that has been patched constantly and updated constantly from, like an I think it was Unreal Engine one initially. It was an yeah. Unreal Engine tech demo or something. something Warframe like at that. start, and it's just gone.
1: Warframe, it it's such a strange beast. It's the it's the success story of like free to play games. Yeah, yeah, because. So many times I play a free to play. This is not part of dope, but no, by the way. No. <laughs> so many times I'll play free to play games. Dope. Free to play games. Uh, yeah. See, there War- you go, Warframe, you go. dope. No. The rest of them, nope. No. Because <laughs> like they just they, I mean, most of it's mobile. But like yeah. even on console, you ever have to deal with stamina. Yeah. Or like, you'll get to a point where you're like, you hit a a, a content wall where you're like, I need this gear. Yeah. Better pay to unlock some extra stuff. Mm. Where and like I ne- like I know Warframe yeah. has those options.
2: I think neverwinter nights online i like i was oh, yeah, so, you played yeah, never Neverwinter online yeah Vietnam i was one, so yeah. yeah i was so keen for like a D game or something which by the way come on larian let's do that um it's i coming. was it, i was so keen for D games so i played this for a bit and you just run into stuff like your just your inventory space you like oh, yeah. if you've had some gems to spend you could unlock another <laughs> yeah. bag and i'm like oh, i've got three of these slots of quest <laughs> items
1: in my warframe you're picking up like 20 different like materials i don't know what any of them do yeah but i have lots of them yeah and
2: well, where do i store them they're in vault <laughs> do i need to expand that no no
1: uh but anyway yeah that's our that's warframe yeah
2: that's warframe <laughs> we're back i think warframe's dope by the way yeah okay yeah You're warframe is a dope
1: it's officially yeah. a dope yeah uh my next one do you have anything you want to throw at me or are you good um honestly no, it, it's really slim no. pickings it's
2: been, it's been slim pickings the, like in the last couple of weeks i tried i've tried to scour my news feeds and there's just not that much no nah, not much the the um and even the even the Switch things were not supposed to really be announced currently. So uh, yeah, and, and like Thank goodness and if, for industrial uh, espionage. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. like when, I'm sure Nintendo was when they announced them. Ugh, people mostly know anyway. Yeah, it's for Switch Lite, guys. Yeah, yeah and this really one's like. got a bigger battery. Yeah. <laughs> Fire Emblem's next week. The event. Yeah. <laughs> Fire Emblem Dope or No? It's it's like double dope.
2: Yeah. Three houses of dope.
1: It's like, yeah, each house is dope. Yeah. They're all... It's they like all, triple dope. Yeah. Like, I was reading a tweet say from someone who's been previewing it, and yeah. they, were, they were... Which I'm sure, to anyone else, to any sane person, they're like, this is too much. Yeah. But they were just talking about how they've been playing the game for about 40 hours. Yeah. It's like, you know, just doing paralogue quests and talking and things, not rushing it, and they're like, still so much to do.
0: Wow. I'm
1: ready. I'm going to write off a month on this game. Wow. Like I played Persona Four. I think when I played Persona Five, it was like four weeks. Yeah. But in like traditionally, like when I get a fire emblem, that's like a good couple of months. Yeah. I think I put like a hundred and something hours into Awakening alone. So yeah.
2: Man, I need to find something else to do. <laughs> <laughs> I need another hobby. Guess cause, which? Because you're out.
1: Guess <laughs> you which and get fire emblem, man. Oh,
2: that's yeah, alright. <laughs> um. Anyway,
1: <laughs> make a compelling point. The other one I've got today is, I wasn't going to bring it, but when you bought up baseball, it was like, nah, screw it, I'm doing it. Evo has confirmed the entrance numbers for this year's Flying Game Tournament, which is actually kicking off in a couple of weeks.
0: Ooh.
1: Now, honestly, it's there's a couple of a couple of games. but I'm the main reason I'm bringing it because yep. you know, entrance numbers isn't a big deal, but it's a couple of interesting ones in here. All right, yeah, <laughs> it's, <fine. laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This is fine. This is, is, fine. This is, this is adequate. This is, this is um this is what we got for 2.0 yep. So anyway. I would want, I'd like to make you guess. Mm-hmm. You know what, I might... So, what are, so am I guessing I'll, how many people are entering no, no, to I, play I, these games? I'll tell you what, I will list out the games. Mm-hmm. And you can sort of maybe just guess the top, we'll say the top three.
2: Who have, the, that have the most the people. The most entrance. Entrance to play this game. Yes. At Evo.
1: So the games are mm-hmm. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Okay. Street Fighter Five. Yeah. Tekken 7. Mm-hmm. Samurai Showdown.
2: Wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: Mortal Kombat 11. It is. Yeah. 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 Uh, Unist. Yeah. Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah. Soul Calibur Mm 6 and Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle.
2: I'm gonna say, I don't know if I can pick them top to bottom.
1: No, no. Just yeah. Smash
2: Fighters and Street Fighter 5.
1: You got two of them. Oh. So Smash Ultimate actually is leading. Wow. With (laughs) 3,492. Now. I guess at first I was shocked and then yep. I remember that they basically kicked Malay out this year. Yeah. So if you want to play Smash and Evo, that's your option, really. Yep. <laughs> uh, second is Street Fighter with 1,929 players. Half the players. Yes. Wow. Third is Tekken 7. Okay. Yeah, with 1,885. Fighters has actually dipped a bit. It's only got 1,191. Mm-hmm. I think some of that might be contributed to the fact that the second year pass wasn't very good. Yeah, yeah like, I can
2: absolutely see that.
1: We, so far we've only gotten, like, I think, three of the characters. Two of them were announced but at the same time, and we haven't heard a peep about them. <laughs> and the other one, we don't even know what it is. So I don't know what's going on there. But yeah, the other games are Samurai Shodown has 1,719, which is pretty good for a new game. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 11 has 1,567 units, which I've got no idea what that is. I think it's an anime fighter. has 1,156 and fighters on 1,191. Soul Calibur 6 on 7.42 and Poor Little blaze Bill on 6.40 no,
2: I mean it's older
1: it is and of mm-hmm. and those ones like cross tag battles not I don't think it's great I played the demo didn't dig it
2: yeah and, and I guess everyone's already got a beautiful Arc System Works game exactly. to watch
1: yeah yeah um, those yeah,
2: games are amazing just to kick back and
1: I have played a I played the beta of Grand Blue Versus mm-hmm. and I I don't have any investment or knowledge of that world but that fighting game looked gorgeous so yeah. I'll buy it when it comes out <laughs> Yeah, about, on Battle 1 yeah, on,
2: on and for that reason <laughs> and I'm for in. that reason <laughs>
1: it's a gorgeous anime fighter I'm in and it's dope it is definitely dope uh, but yeah that's really about it so uh
2: well, I'm pretty I'm, I'm looking for um, I don't know how many rounds it takes you to get through three and a half thousand <laughs> oh, yeah. I could do some basic <laughs> math and figure it out <laughs> but I'm not going to I mean
1: because usually the, the first couple of days are like round robin they have like pools and yeah. then they fight through there take the top from those and then put them in the brackets and stuff like that but the the main the, actually the what we're talking about the main thing that's been bringing people up there is how Evo does their winnings mm-hmm. so because there's so many so many people like basically all the money goes to like the top 3
2: oh so they like pool all the entry fees and stuff or? it's sort of yeah, yeah di- so cuz like, like- they,
1: they get no Nintendo sponsorship <laughs> yeah like a lot of these other fighting games like the publisher or the developer will kick in some money yeah. but i don't think Nintendo kicks in any money <laughs> Smashes all going. grassroots. They're not
2: going down that, that Activision money. No. Just just, just kickstart your, yeah. own, your own player base. Uh, so
1: the problem there is a lot of players are voicing concerns that it's not great for, like, I think four to eight or something like that. Like, yep. those places get kind of stooge and the prize money doesn't really cover travel to, like, LA and, yep. and, like, lodgings and all that, which sucks, but that's a whole different discussion. I still can't believe, like, 3,400 is a lot of people. Yeah. And for Street Fighter to be next at, like, 1,900 is... That's crazy.
2: I mean, I don't know if there's any way for us to actually find this out, but 3,400 entrants, right? How many Fox mains?
1: Oh, in, in Ultimate, yeah. Uh, I would say less. I would say how many Joker mains? <laughs>
2: oh, yes, yeah. Joker. Joker is yeah.
1: the hot, the hot stuff right now in Smash. Yeah. People are complaining. I honestly think he's fine. There's a particular. i sure player... thinks
2: he's fine. Thinks he's fine.
1: There's a particular player, MK Leo, who's just he cleans up his Joker. Yeah. So everyone wants Joker nerfed. It's like, yep. well, no, this guy's just really good, really. Yeah, no, do
2: the go go the blizzard way. Yeah. Buff everyone <laughs> else.
1: Yeah, exactly. Fix Ridley's recovery, Sakurai. I know you're listening.
2: <laughs> I know you subscribe to this podcast. I know Sakurai.
1: you're there. You just Love your work. But... Fix fix his recovery. Uh well, you know what? I'm I'm gonna throw a question at you, actually. Because I haven't got any questions for this week's podcast because I want to keep it cut, kind of slim, but I think we've got a, a spare couple of 10 minutes up our sleeves. Yeah, This is actually, we had a conversation briefly about this the other night as I was finishing Persona. What would you say is your favorite last boss fight? Oh, shit. We were, we were talking about this because yeah. we were discussing how cool the last boss is in Persona 5. Yeah. Without, I guess I did spoil the catchy thing. Without yeah. spoiling it, though, it's a—it's an incredible combination to like a 120 anime RPG journey. Yeah and my main complaint really is that you don't get to utilize your full party which i think persona 4 lets you do but it was a bit different in those days but um any any particular final bosses that stick out to you over these years of playing video games oh geez
2: there's just so many (laughs) um and see it's very easy to do a I'm going to stall for time here while I think. That's, that's <laughs> it's fine. It's very easy to do... Like I can a, run through a, some of mine if you want. <laughs> ...a below-par last boss fight as well. Yes. Because you get stuff like... Um we're
1: all thinking it Dark Souls 2 it's okay yeah Nishandra yeah, was, yeah. Yeah, was not sucks.
2: great Nishandra <laughs> was not great sometimes um, even Dark Souls 1 when you get all stoked to fight Gwyn he falls through the floor of the arena and then you have to play the entire goddamn game again <laughs> but just
1: so we're clear Gwyn is one of the better boss fights yeah Gwyn is one of the better boss fights <laughs> as long as he doesn't glitch through a floor as long as
2: you fight him and he doesn't fall through the floor of the arena before you even enter the room and he knocks you back into another loop you've got to play the entire goddamn game again
1: and that took me with it because I had yeah. to go through it with yeah, you again like, like, I, I wasn't suffering alone I love Dark Souls but that playthrough was just it dragged yeah I was like I yeah. shouldn't be here yeah. <laughs> <don't need> to <laughs> it's be two here. playthroughs it's and that's new it game plus four, oh, <laughs> um
2: best for, i tell you what,
1: look I've done it before it doesn't, it doesn't be RPGs so no no be...
2: I mean and I'm and like I have been disappointed by some of my favourite games have pretty weak boss fights like um like System Shock 2 Showdown at the end just Even System Shock 1, Showdown at the end. It's like you go into the computer and you fight it in cyberspace and that's it.
1: Will Showdown and System Shock 3 be better?
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's a low bar. Okay, all right, good. It's a low bar. Um, And I know that I always end up sort of looping around to these same sort of um, games, but I can say um, Witcher 3, not a great last boss fight. Very sort of cutie, like. You know, dodge these attacks and then hit him. Dodge these attacks and then hit him. Which maybe I was playing on Death March, so that's literally all you can do. Um, the expansion Blood and Wine against Detlaff was very good. Which one was that one? Uh, it was the one. I didn't, I didn't play
1: Blood and Wine because I fell off the of Witcher pretty early. But... Blood
2: and Wine is the is very strong expansion where you are basically. Oh, that's for the vampire. Yeah, um, and we've is... got
1: like the. the... Country house. Yeah, the, yeah. It's like yeah, it's, it's yeah, basically okay. set in France. Yes. <laughs>
2: and it's a perfect ending to that series. Not just the boss fight, but it's a perfect ending because you basically it's gonna be in a get con- to retire. It's, gonna be tunnel, it's coming it's out in tiny a, little, switch. It's a little switch, and you can play through, <laughs> through play through Geralt's story. Pick it up near the end when he's already old and tired. Follow through all of his backstory and find out why he's so old and tired and stuff, and basically just get into it. You don't even need to play Witcher 1 or 2,
1: forget about it. Honestly, but if, on 3. if you haven't played a Witcher game, yep. do forget about them. Yeah, yeah, Walking on 3. Don't it's... put that mental pressure on yourself because Witcher 1 Witcher I've one never is played before. Witcher
2: 2 is hard as
1: balls. And Again,
2: yeah, huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the giant dragon in Dragon's Dogma was a solid fight. It was very good. It wasn't... You know, there was all this post-game and stuff, and then you can go and fight um, the demon boss in the expansion. But the giant It's, it's dragon... the final boss, though. Yeah, the final boss of the story, like Grigory the Dragon, was a solid fight. And, yeah, that was really good. And, in fact, you do him, then you get the post-game, and then you get, like, this nice little denouement boss after that, where you fight... Oh, I mean, the game's 12 years old, catch up. <laughs> actually i think it's i think it's 8 years old but anyway um, it was on PS3. <laughs> but PS3. but you digress but, but also catch up cuz basically then you go back and you fight at the end you fight him become the dragon the storyline loop there's all time loops and everything it's so cool then eventually you it's on so right now and switch on so right and so now, and switch and eventually you end up in heaven and you fight what is the equivalent of god who is basically another one of you who has come up and been a dragon and defeated the dragon and stuff and guides and watches the world. You fight him and you can fight him and kill him or be defeated by him basically endlessly until eventually you take up this god's bane weapon oh, and choose to kill yourself like <laughs> which i
1: watched you do for for much less <laughs>
2: yeah for way less than that because also you can use the god weapon to re-roll loot if the shopkeep doesn't identify the loot you want which is but, just
1: hilarious to me to watch you walk up to a shop and you're yeah, like what, what are these boots no no nope,
2: like, oh. nope. <laughs> they're like well, cavalry cavalier's treads
1: nope. like, i don't want that myself <laughs> <laughs> see you
2: later
1: <laughs> to much yeah. to the merchant's horror
2: i'm yeah, sure yeah it's like, do you just kill
1: himself yeah.
2: And then when you put the pair of, pair of unidentified boots on the thing, give him a meaningful look. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he picks from a different loot pool. I don't know. <laughs> oh. But
1: that
2: was really, like, it was just such a good ride, the end of that game. There were parts
1: in the middle that were really rough, but the end of that game was really... My, my troubled history of Dragon's Dogma, I'm not sure oh, if, it's, yeah. if it's well known. I got real close to finishing it on PS3, I think, but I fell off, and it is a hard game to get back into. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And I've fallen off it a couple of times. Like, I've finished it repeatedly, and I've still picked it up and gotten halfway through and been like, Ugh.
1: <laughs> But, tell you what, that is probably the best sell that I've had for that game. Yeah. I love the idea of, of yeah, that conclusion, finding a yeah. god who's done all the stuff that you've done. As and I'm so good, too, because the dragon Dracula's that you're switch.
2: fighting, you don't realise it, but he's talking to you the whole time. He knows exactly what's going on, and he knows everything about it, and he's just basically mm. like, kill me if you can. <laughs> 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 That'd be fucking great. Like... <laughs> I welcome it. Yeah, he does. He <laughs> does. Um, <sighs> the Doom games—they were fantastic moment to moment. I feel like their boss fights were not as good because they did kind of boil down to just shoot them until they died. Yeah, um, I, I I'm talking Doom 2016. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm not sure
1: if Doom 2016 was that one doing the podcast, but that honestly is where where I fell off. I got past which was the first one. The cyberdemon. Was the Cyber Demon? Was the first one or was it that stupid like double worm thing? the worm thing. Oh, yeah,
2: no, the worm So thing I beat
1: sucked. I beat him, but the cyber demon. I don't know, I just didn't like fighting him. And it yep. was honestly where I just sort of fell off that game, which sucks because Doom 2016 is good. Yep. I hope the boss fights in the new one are better. Yeah. The
2: um the the cyber demon boss fight was very much in the in the vein of I'm going to throw up some walls and then I'm going to throw Like literally horizontal... you fight him in a corridor. Yeah, he throws up these crystal walls and then he throws or firewalls or whatever and then he throws horizontal beams at you that you have to jump or duck under and you're like... I see what you're doing you're trying to bring platformer boss fight mechanics into a first person shooter how about you make first person shooter boss fight mechanics in a first person yeah. shooter
1: how about I fight a demon like I fight every other demon yeah in this blistering fast paced don't you dare stop running <laughs>
2: yeah just let me blow chunks off him yeah. and rip and tear that's yeah. the whole point of the game
1: I do really like it when a final boss just sort of fully encompasses what that game has been and the Doom 2016 boss fights just didn't for
2: yeah me. but then a lot of other games really do like um, I haven't done it myself but Undertale
1: I haven't what fought a boss run I haven't fought him either but Sans is mm. even Flowey in like yeah. the genocide and the, and the pacifist runs oh I,
2: they, yeah that's a good boss fight where they build up everything you've learned and you basically you deliver or you fall um, I
1: man I there's a strong argument for like that Sans boss fight like being yep. one of the best boss fights
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely
1: and not just because Megalovania is one of the best songs to come out of a video game in the last like five or so years because it is yeah, it, Listen to it, it if you don't believe me. Yeah. Listen, I dare
2: you. No, no, I'll wait. It's on Spotify. It's six minutes. Pause the podcast. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah pause it, then listen to yeah. that, come back, and then, I don't know.
2: And then and you're agreeing with us, so we don't need to <laughs> exactly. talk about it anymore. And if you
1: want to agree with me, I can't hear you, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Megalovania, just a fantastic Oof. song. What a good song. That's what I, a good boss fight needs, yeah. It needs to fully encompass what that game is, have a kicker soundtrack. Killer soundtrack is essential.
2: You know what we haven't even thought about? Um... I haven't even occurred to me. I've been thinking of final boss fights, but we have, like earlier we mentioned these Souls games that are basically boss rushes. Um and Bloodborne it, had some It feels unfair bosses. to bring them up. It does, because the entire game is just fighting bosses. Yeah. Like, because like and if, then they've some enemies scattered in between. It's just like if you get through these guys. Because like
1: no no joke, if I made a list of like the best bosses, they'd probably all be from, from software games. Yeah. From like Dark Souls, Bloodborne, and Sekiro. Yep. Just some of the best bosses out there. And
2: not Guardian A. Eh? No. No, put him in the bin, <laughs> guy. Not guy. Not uh, Snake Eyes. Sakahugi. <laughs> he's, he he's a mini boss. He's a mini boss. He's got two health bars. He but he's a
1: mini boss. <laughs> like no, like the final bosses at least in Dark Souls One and Bloodborne and Sekiro are three of my favorite boss fights.
2: <laughs> but he, and yeah, um, Bloodborne, gear uh, Gary? Gary? Was oh name? yeah yeah no, Gurnam. Was- Gurnam Gurnam the hunter yeah I was actually I was thinking of when the, I think but, of the last boss fight I think of Yharnam um, oh the, yeah the, the,
1: the chalice Dungeons. the chalice
2: dungeon she just sort of floats around and throws ghosts at you and I'm like yeah that was cool that like, so it's good well themed what's the, it what's the then there's the moon presence the moon presence yeah but it
1: just comes down and sort of hugs Gurnam you.
2: was so fucking cool like the the number of times I get killed by Gurnam because he'd do something and I'd be like that's so cool and then he'd kill he me with it yeah <laughs> yep <laughs>
1: those those cool like anime jumps where yep. he jumps up and freezes and you're like whoa and he's just hanging in there
2: with his scythe backed by the moon and you forget to dodge because <laughs> it looks so good or he does like the he does like where he poses with his scythe and the the petals in front of you ripple before he moves and it looks so good that again you forget to move and yeah then he kills and then he, you, he kills you and then he kills you <laughs> and it's fine because you die with your jaw on the floor
1: <laughs> dark Souls oh. 3 as well actually that boss fight against the soul of cinder was yeah it's it just cool like fighting through. Hey. Like this is the culmination of a Dark Souls trilogy. Here, fight through these builds.
2: Yep. Yeah. he's
1: go it. Okay, fine. I did that. Okay, now fight Gwyn. Like, well, I bet I already beat Gwyn. Dark Souls are spoilers. <laughs> and Slave <Knight> Gale. <laughs> Slave Knight Gale. Yeah, from the DLC. He was good. He was cool. He was. Um, it's still, still a From Software podcast. From Software. <laughs> this to, week, to, on- <laughs> to, com- to complement your Persona podcast, yeah. I'll have a lot of miniseries. Yeah, and will we'll come back here and we'll still talk about those games on the main podcast, but.
2: I just Because the thing is, like, your best boss fight is generally a compliment to you, but your favourite game, right? Yeah. Because it basically it either breaks it or breaks it. I don't think of a game
1: that I haven't liked with a boss fight that I do like.
2: Because I can think of the opposite. I can think of plenty of games that I like that have boss fights that I don't like <laughs> in them. Like Deus Ex. Oh, um, Deus incredible Ex. Incredible game. What the hell with those boss fights?
1: Yeah. That should have just been conversation stuff. Yeah. I
2: mean, I think that were made by a third party company. Like, I think they but, did outsource yeah, it, yeah. They outsourced the boss fights? Because I think one of the, the big hooks of that... Sec- what was the, the second one? Yeah. Hum- um, no, what, Mankind
1: divided. No, there was a second, like an updated version of. Oh yeah, Revolution, yeah. when it came to Wii U. Yeah, the director's cut or something. That's right. I think they tweaked the boss fights a little, so they were better. I don't know if they fixed uh, them, but
2: I remember actually doing it on PC, and they did tweak them. Like if you were a hacker build, there was things in the room that you could See, hack. That's enough. to... <laughs> it's, a, it's literally enough to give you options because to there make was it points more. <laughs> I was trying to be a hacker build, and just got getting my head caved in. I remember uh, f- this giant tank.
1: I remember fighting Barrett at yep. the start of that game. Yeah, it was the worst. You just can't do anything. And the chick who cloaks. I just remember I got a, stuck in a wall. Yep, I was like, "This counts." I'm shooting you. Yep. You're gonna die.
2: And the uh, and the bosses didn't count because they were built by a third company or whatever. They didn't build them into the Pacifist trophies. So fighting that last boss who's in like the statue field and he's got statue colored armor <laughs> and he keeps coming yeah. alive at you. Just wait for him to jump you and then use that cyclone bomb. <laughs> thing. Just do it three times. Well, in a row. I was doing
1: a Pacifist run, so I didn't yeah. have that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, I I read that it didn't count and I have <laughs> oh, spare okay. points, so I'm like I'm like, I've got all this typhoon ammo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um speaking of games that we love with boss fights we hate, Mass Effect 2. Fighting that big human whatever they're called, um
2: the big Oh, the big human reaper. Yeah. Oh see, I didn't I mind the didn't big like human that. reaper. The
1: only reason I didn't like it was because honestly to me, the final boss was Suicide Mission. Yeah. And then to 5, that was like
2: I mean, they had to do something with it. They just didn't I'm, pay off on it in Half-Spec no. 3. No. Um, because
1: then the final boss was pick your favorite color. Yeah. Oh, that was actually Marauder Shields. It was Marauder Shields. And Marauder then and Shields. the two banshees
2: on the rooftop in London.
1: I broke my controller fighting them <laughs> on insanity. Fun piece of trivia. Mm. I um, threw it from one end of a house to the other.
2: Oh, again, yeah, that's another good example. Lords of the Fallen, a game that is built basically from From Software's DNA, and the bosses are just not fun.
1: What if like, we made a Dark Souls game but didn't get Dark Souls? It's just. The Surge seems like it's better. Yeah. And like the sequel's the got a lot of good buzz around it, too. Yeah.
2: The Surge one, definitely better. So the studio, like, has done much better with that. I'm not heaps far in it, but it's it's pretty solid. It's pretty fun. Um, and I like a lot of the things they do in it that risk reward from carrying your own XP until... Because they addictive. did it in... Yeah, but they did it in... Um, in Lords of the Fallen, where you would get a multiplier for XP the longer you held it. Oh. So, and then you go back to your bonfire or whatever to bank it and spend it. But if you die, you lose your XP and your multiplier, or you lose your multiplier then you can go and get your XP, but you've got to start building your multiplier from scratch. So it really plays on that, do mm. I check out, do I check out behind this door or not? <laughs> um, sort of uh, attitude. And that was that was a really good mechanic, and the Surge brought it, and I'm sure the Surge 2 will bring I'm it sure back, because it it's that was really. Compelling. I assume the surge
1: two was just like the surge one, but better. Yeah,
2: and yeah. it's just—it's just going to just going to make you take that extra risk, or check that extra area, or go behind that extra door, uh, make you play a little bit riskier, and that's that's hopefully, I guess, hit that flow between risk and reward and Which, effort and frustration.
1: Yeah, because that's the big thing that I think separates like from software from all the copycats and the these yeah. is yeah, I
2: think. And Duck Souls one from Duck Souls two. <laughs> <And Duck> Souls- <laughs>
1: Dark Souls 2, oh god. I love Dark Souls 2. We could I could I could like do a whole thing where we just break down like that game was good, but it just something's missing from it. And I think well not, not so much missing, I think it's the fact that there's about a billion bosses. Yeah. But half of them are just like either from another game. For the sake of it. yeah, yeah, it's like, I'm just gonna put a boss here. I'm like, but why? I just fought a boss in the other room. Is there forty three bosses in the game? There's there's that an insane amount of bosses. It's just so many bosses. There's so many so many bosses. I love boss fights, man. If you... I just can't get enough of them. I love them. Um... I'm sparing everyone from, from like, every Final Fantasy boss. (laughs) Every Final Fantasy boss, last boss, I should say. The best.
2: Have you got a particular favourite Final Fantasy boss that's not the last boss?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. I did really like... You know what? Just for how cool the setting is, it's. I don't think you can. You can lose it, but like, it's not really a fight you win because you don't kill the boss. But um, you fight when you fight Beatrice in Final Fantasy IX. Mm-hmm. I forget the name of the city, but you're there with um. God, I'm forgetting characters' names as well. <laughs> the, the dragoon, the yeah. like the rat girl, and it just has a great song. Yeah, the setting is like this rainy, stormy, like ruined building. Yeah, and Beatrice just has a cool design. <laughs> Perfect. Cool boss fight. Final um, Fantasy IX underrated.
2: Best. Best, best Zelda fight. Mm. It's a long lot of, lot of games. There's
1: a, there's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, best Zelda fight, I would... That's so hard to pick one. And I can't just pick the final boss fight because, man, fighting Ganondorf in that Ring of Fire at being a Twilight Princess, it's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's not necessarily a final boss fight. Like, true. For that one, there's plenty of Zelda games. <laughs> it's true. Um, and yeah, that was, that was really cool. I remember standing up off my couch with my remote, in my yeah. hand for that one. Just being like, all right, let's go.
1: Yeah. The exact opposite of how I felt when I fought Demise in Skyward Sword. Oh. Which I don't know if you were, I think it was you that watched me do it.
2: And just hitting t- Just like hitting desperately t- t- flailing
1: my like, my remote trying to deflect an attack or something. Yeah. It was frustrating. We watch imposters, was bad, guys. We shouldn't yeah. go back there. <laughs> leave it in yeah. the past. Yeah, leave it. Yeah. Um, I just like, I just like bosses, man. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do a boss episode of a podcast. I'll do some homework. Boss I'll make that some. I haven't of this. enjoyed.
2: Yep. Malfail from Diablo. I don't know. Like he's they've honestly. Actually put, let's
1: be real here. The bosses in Diablo, though.
2: Yeah, and a lot of them are just you know we, I put I output this much damage and I've got this much health. And you're like, okay, cool. I'll mitigate that somehow. And then they then they bring in the I do attacks in this direction, like in this and like MMO You fights. know what, <laughs> Like MMO fights, and we ask for them because we're like, why don't you make this more interesting? So you do this, and they do it, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Boy, just let me hit you until you fall over and then pay out. <laughs> <laughs> so you just give me a line of pokey machines and just let me smash them. But yeah, and Malthael is just, I don't know.
1: He was the I, boss of the DLC, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he
2: was. And the first time I thought he was really cool, but then I think it's because was of how a- often i played that game and how often you get killing him as a bounty. And it's just exhausting.
1: I, I also just think like in a game like Diablo, his boss fights too long. And he does, he, he has a lot going on.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he does have a lot. He's got like three phases and it's not quite... Quite as bad as the actual fight against diablo where he teleports you away oh from he can him. like and cage
1: it's... you into the shadow realm or whatever yeah and that's oh.
2: mandatory it doesn't matter how fast you kill him he pauses the fight a third of the way through and he's like now you're throwing me the shadow realm you're like i oh, know like, like
1: <laughs> as you're pouring damage on diablo yeah. he's like no nah, sorry yeah off like, you go
2: yeah you're like, i'm doing this on easy mate i'm just trying to knock <laughs> off i don't need you at all you're i'm three, doing this on,
1: one. i'm doing this on easy with my torment torment four character yeah. i can essentially like five shot you like, yeah I don't need nah. to
2: be here my friend here has got you Ugh. yeah and then Shadow Realm and then he teleports away and you have to fight a clone of yourself which again is probably like a three second job <laughs> yeah. um, and, and then he comes back and you fight him again until you deal enough damage two hits more likely teleports away fight another Shadow clone. you gotta do it three times then you go back and you finally get to kill him I'm like that's terrible yeah that's- not good. the first time you go through okay have your storyline build and then have your actual fun to fight build yeah, yeah. yes <sighs> This has not been a good recap of my bosses, favorite bosses. Bosses good and bad, man. Yeah, yeah bosses good
1: man, and they bad. They come in all flavors, and all yeah. shapes and sizes, and sometimes they're really good in games that you love, and sometimes they're bad in games that you love.
2: Yeah, just like just like management, <laughs> it's like capitalism: good and bad bosses. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I've had my fair share of good and bad bosses. Yeah. Um, but now the main
2: thing is that they're, they're what stands between you and a big payday. <laughs> wow! Yeah, <laughs> especially in Diablo. Especially in Diablo, yeah. They don't
1: actually like don't actually beat up your boss I cannot emphasize that enough
2: yeah but you can be frustrated by how many hoops they make you jump through yeah that's true in order to get just to don't head. actually hurt yeah. them yeah
1: <laughs> it's not worth it for whatever loot they're carrying probably nothing like legendary yeah not or much
2: it'd be like you know a box cutter and... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't care if what sort that... of like modifiers it has on it yeah it's not worth it, it plus two stam oh actually it's actually pretty good <laughs> could go for some more stamina yeah um but you know what I reckon that's good I reckon that's an episode it was good it was fun yeah now I just really want to talk about bosses, so that's why I'm half-cutting this here, because I, I might think of something to do with bosses. Yeah. I might We're think just... of something fun, I don't know. But um, thank you for joining me. No
2: worries, thanks for having me. It's been great. I like talking about bosses, I like talking about objects in space. <laughs> I like how you have to sit patiently while I start ranting about <laughs> Dragon's Dogma.
1: This is fun. Like I said, like that's the that's the closure you've got to selling me on Dragon's Dogma, so you should be proud.
2: Yeah, um, I am proud. Unfortunately, you are about... Fifty hours between starting the game and getting to that point, which is disappointing because I wish I could. You could just well
1: because that's I, I, I do know how fun that game is because I yep. did play it. I know I just remember I didn't like a lot of like, the vocation stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on there. I just want to play as a cool fun classes at the end, like only yeah. your 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 mage like floating around just sort of zapping yeah. things. Just yep. you were OP at the end of that game.
2: And um the the vocation stuff is weird because it keys off differently. It keys off like per hit. Which means when you're playing the sweet dagger classes, you level really quickly. And, and the dagger and classes
1: and... are my, my gravy, man. Yeah,
2: but then you go and try and fight, try like a cool um, like wizard class, and because you cast so few spells, and but they're powerful, you hit so rarely, you're like, fuck, I've been here forever. And True, it's...
1: but I remember so many times just watching you like charging up like the death spell.
2: Yeah, and you just gotta hold them on <laughs> long enough. Doesn't matter what they are, you just gotta hold them on <laughs> long enough. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Um... Anybody out there who's thinking about playing Dragon's Dogma, absolutely do it. Because, uh, the only tip I would say is don't do the escort quests. Because <laughs> they're just dynamically generated. They'll make you walk across the entire goddamn map escorting someone for 10 things of pure oil, which it turns out you never need. Uh, and you get a little bit of affection for that person. And then before you know it, they're your beloved.
1: Random commendation I'll give to Dragon's Dogma while we're on the topic. Love that it makes traveling at nighttime scary.
2: Oh yeah, actually, that's a really good genuinely patient. scary harder monsters, properly dark like
1: pitch black. Yeah, you better have torches. You get
2: your you get your lantern out, pop it on your belt. Um, yeah, that was very cool. That's one. Yeah.
1: That's the one thing that really sticks out to me from that game. From all the stuff I did, was just like I was scared to go out at night.
2: And when you find scary monsters, they're genuinely yeah challenging. They're genuinely worrying. Even there if you a...
1: even if you just like hear one, yeah. you're like oh.
2: So There's parts in the cave where I knew I was underleveled and I heard a troll. And so, saved my game. And this troll killed me like eight times just by drop kicking me. Um, <laughs> I mean, that'll
1: better do it. Yeah,
2: yeah. This thing's like a like literally a small house. Um, and I've just been so scared of it the whole time. Yeah. I was trying to manage it. You've got to respect the monsters at all times. It's good. It's solid yeah. game. Yeah. And then okay. you get powerful enough that you no longer need to respect the monsters, <laughs> and that's the best part. <laughs> you can just hang off the front of this red drake while it's trying to fly you off and, stab- and just stab it in the eye.
0: it's like <laughs> Just, just die. For all, this is just
1: for all die. All my respawns. Oh um, well. As always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options podcast. We do appreciate it. If you, you know, it's it's about two hours. It's about this is what I would like the average to be from from now on. We'll see how we go with that. Um, if you want to keep up with us, up with us on the social medias, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, where we are just Dialogue Options. Uh, of course, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, whether it's Podbean, Podchaser, iTunes. Oh, I think it's got Apple Podcasts, I should say, because I think iTunes is dead, or it will be. I keep saying this, but I never check. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep saying Apple, yeah. like iTunes, and then go, oh, Check I them both. It's dead. Check them both. Just do your due diligence. Google Podcasts, you know, there's a whole bunch. Just check us a review, a share, a thumbs up. Whatever you can give, it helps a lot. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, where I'm, I am, at X, Where I don't even know what I have been tweeting. I think I've just been tweeting about, what is it? I am just thinking about Fire Emblem man yeah What's that retweet of the guy going hey it took me 40 hours to get to the time skip and I'm like I hear that's early in the game and yeah. that's 40 hours you're not going to see me in August yeah. I'm gone settle in <laughs> but uh, where can they find you Brennan
2: uh, you can find me on Twitter at Brendigo uh, ending in a zero because uh, the C- other classic. Brendigo was taken by someone I haven't tracked down yet and in hindsight <laughs> it would be really easy to do that <laughs> ch- Brendigo. Change but, uh, Brendigo with a zero <laughs>
1: Uh, Well, this has been fun and I hope to have you on again soon. Maybe even next week we'll see how yeah. things shake out. Uh, But until then, I'll let a wonderful outro take us out and I'll catch you guys later.
2: Uh, next week, uh, best babies in video games. Best babies? Best babies. Best kids. We're talking about Griffin. Not...
1: not uh, <laughs> oh, you mean actual babies? <laughs> yeah. I thought you meant babies that were in video games. Yeah, all that. Okay, because I was going to say not Baby Mario from Noshazama.
2: Not Baby Mario. No. No. Most realistic. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh all right,
0: goodbye guys. Dialogue options, podcast.